If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Hey, sweetie, what do you think of our new car from Carvana? Think it can handle our busy family? Well, we have seven days to see. First, we can take the scenic route to the beach and stargaze through the moonroof. We'll see if your drums fit in the trunk. Then we can pick up mommy's friends and check out that leg room. And we should really visit grandma. She's getting up there. That's like a whole lifetime in seven days. And like one busy family. With our seven-day money-back guarantee, you can confidently shop for cars 100% online. Visit Carvana.com for all terms and conditions. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. I'm home caught, you standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? I'm home caught, you standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? They ain't believing me in the beginning. Who wanna hang around now they see me winning? I'm home caught, you standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, here on the Holding Court Podcast. You already know what it is. I'm here. Man, what's up, Producer Ken? We got him. We got he's, him huh? he's here. He's here. I know, <laughs> right? Didn't know if it was going to happen. <laughs> hey, we got off to a rocky start, but we yeah. are here, man. We got the homie. Watch homie Quan, brother. What's going on? Yes, sir. What's happening with y'all, man? Y'all man. good? Hey, we good, bro. Hey, I'm just glad you here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Me too. Yeah, we got off to a rocky start. <laughs> we going to dress the, the, the big elephant in the room. Yeah. So, I want to, I'll start by, um, you know, saying I apologize to you, you know. Mm-hmm. So for the, for the people watching, we got off to a rocky start because, um, so <clears throat> I everybody knows I had Crip Mac on the show twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were having a conversation in the first interview where Crip Mac, um, what were you we talking about? Uh, how did we get started talking about it? Was, it was a conversation about the five, like his lingo. Right. Yeah. We were talking about his lingo. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so he brought up, I think maybe producer Ken brought up Watts Homie Quan, <clears throat> excuse me, and the little homie Xavier. Yeah. And Crip Matt, he said some disparaging things about you and uh-huh. Xavier, you know. And so it was a little soundbite. It, yeah. it wasn't, he didn't go on a real big tirade, but he thought that what y'all did, mm-hmm. y'all content was mocking gangbanging. Right. And so <clears throat> now this was early on. You know, mm-hmm. with the podcast, yeah. I'm learning this whole space, right? I'm learning mm-hmm. thumbnails, captions, whatnot, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, I already have been a fan of you. I was already in the know of who you were. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we watched them. Yeah, in between episodes, exactly. Like, oh, you see this shit. Uh, exactly. Appreciate that. So, so my ass, yeah. I go, I clip out the <laughs> shit, and I'd use that as a soundbite. I say, mm-hmm. hey, this is what it was. Now, yeah. I forgot how I worded it. I think mm-hmm. I put on there, Crip Mag, um, feels like Watts Homie Quan. Uh, I forgot how it was, yeah. and I tagged you in it. Yeah, and um, you had some choice words for me. Yeah. <laughs> homie calls me <laughs> on IG, right? So I'm thinking, right? Because I'm thinking, like, oh shit, homie calling me. He gonna laugh about it, and we gonna he gonna come on the show. Uh-huh. This nigga was hot. <laughs> Respectfully, still yeah. though, still respectful, but. Yeah. You know, you have felt some type of way about yeah. basically us using your name. And and yeah. somewhat feeling like it was it was clickbait, and also that he disrespected you, yeah. you know. But you know, you're here now. I want to tell mm-hmm. you, I apologize, my brother. You know that that was a misstep on my part. Yeah. I didn't understand 
Mm-hmm. I was learning this whole space, this YouTube space, this yeah. podcasting thing, mm-hmm. and I probably shouldn't have used your name. Yeah. And if I, I probably should have asked you first. Right. You know what I'm saying? If it was cool, especially because mm-hmm. we didn't have a relationship. So yeah. my bad to you, my yeah. brother. Nah, man, you good. <clears throat> and 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 like I said before, man, I apologize for even handling it the way I did, because. Even though I was disrespected, I still didn't have to handle it in the way I did. That's right. why I doubled back later. After, after those months passed, <laughs> I was like, hey, bro, I apologize for yeah. coming at you like that, even though I felt, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's all love, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I had to really understand that. Step out of yourself, Quan. Think about the whole picture. Understand that he probably didn't know. He probably didn't mean for that. So I had to, um, you know, look at it from a different um, perspective and just, just be a bigger man. Like, you yeah. know what, man? I apologize to <clears throat> Yeah, it was absolutely no ill intent, no yeah. malice or nothing like that. Actually, that's why I tagged you in it. Because mm-hmm. I figured, you know, you laugh at it. Like, yeah. ooh, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And maybe come on the <laughs> show to have a rebuttal. Yeah. But again, not understanding the real life street politics yeah. and the shit in behind it. I was yeah. so not in the know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, but I'm glad. And so let me, I got to tell the whole story too. It was funny. Okay. Niggas stayed mad at me for about... Six months, <laughs> about six months. So that happened, right? So about about three months, three four months after that, I said, "Man, let me circle back around and watch homie, see yeah. what he say." I hit the nigga. The nigga was like, "Nah, I'm good. Be blessed, though." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, "Okay, nigga, still mad, but it's all good." Uh, he talked about it. He came yeah, in to talk. I did. About it. I did. Yeah, I, did. Yeah. I said, "Yeah, man, watch homie Quan still mad at me." Like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't yeah. trying to trip. I, I didn't mean nothing by it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's all good. We here now, and oh, I appreciate yeah. you. You know what I mean? Nah, man, I knew it would happen because we know some mutual people, mm-hmm. and I've heard nothing but good things about you as appreciate a person, yeah. as a, just in the as the man that you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I, that says a lot about your character, and more Thank importantly. You. You being talented, you have integrity is what what mm-hmm. I'm seeing and learning. Yeah. So I appreciate you for that. No, all love, man. All yeah. love, man. That's that, that's <clears> how <throat> I operate. That's why I ain't gonna lie. Certain things bother me more than mm-hmm. it should because yeah. I be on cool shit all the time. So like when I feel like I'm disrespecting, I'm like, what? Yeah. How, bro? Yeah. Like so. Yeah, man. <clears throat> and that's the that's the that's the, the beautiful thing about living. You live life long enough it'll yeah. teach you how to live. Mm-hmm. I once I got into this podcast space, mm-hmm. I had someone I had a few people do it to me. Oh, and then I felt where you was coming from. Yeah. Cause see, they don't know what type of narrative I'm fighting against and what I'm building, what I'm going exactly. through, the hate I might be dealing with. Yeah. And they may be, you know, unknowingly feeding some bullshit that I'm already trying to get through. away yeah. from. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. And even though I know they probably don't mean it, because they don't know, uh-huh. but I understood the frustration you were dealing with. So yeah. yeah. So moving past that, bro. <laughs> um man, let's start in the beginning, bro. Yeah. You on. know, uh, man, where you from? From Watts, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say Watts, California to be exact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? East Side Baby. Uh Century Banderas is the street I grew up on, 9920 East Bandera Street. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just an East Side dude. Okay. So what was your childhood like? Like were you always like the charismatic little kid? Were you the funny one? Were you the class clown? Were you the troublemaker? Was you quiet? Like I say all that. Mm-hmm. Really, uh not, I ain't gonna say too much troublemaker, but uh as I was shy. I would only do like Sit at the house with my moms and my brother, um, but then like I started to get out my shit. And what what I used to do was, um, at six years old, I used to write. I used to write, like songs or like stuff that I wanted to do. And back then, I didn't know nothing about. It was no social media. It was none of that back then. But that goes on to say that 
God started my plan early because I was already doing that and didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So it all makes sense now. But I used to write little skits and stuff like that. And then me and my brother, we used to uh, we, we used to make up like jokes and scenes from like the local uh, crackheads and shit in the city and, and just like funny ass people around the city. Yeah. So we used to be like, oh, what if Shaky Jake and Mama God and got into a fight? If they so we used to make up these Damn. these jokes and these stories and that would kind of. Led it there. So as a kid, I was doing I was doing that shit. Um, at school, I used to get in trouble because I crack jokes all the time. Yeah. I do my work, yeah. so my teacher couldn't do shit at the end of the day because hey, my work is done. So yeah. what am I supposed to do? So I used to just crack jokes and shit. I used to get in trouble off of that. And um, yeah, I just always been. So you've been a creative your yeah. whole life. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever want to rap? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I was rapping first. Before really? yeah, I was rapping first. Okay. What I got was your rap name. Um. Uh, it was it was breezy. It was, it was breezy Deuce, and then it, it was twin first, then breezy Deuce. Breezy uh -huh. Deuce, I I got the name from Chris Brown when I was a jerker, when I was dancing, uh -huh. and he gave me that name, and that's what I ran with. Then became Watch Me Quan later. Damn. Okay, so you can dance too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dance or jerk? Is, I mean, it's like, two different things. Dance. I used to dance first, and then mm -hmm. as the jerker movement came, I became a jerker that can dance. Okay. So like I used to like clown dance, crump. Um, you know, just all all the dances that was yeah. out, nigga, I knew it. Damn. And so I just, yeah, I, oh, okay. I was a dance machine. <laughs> so there you was got an interaction with Chris though. Um, yeah. Um, it was a music video. Like, shout out to the homies from the Rejects. Uh, it was a big group called the Rejects. Um, Chris Brown was from the Rejects for a while, and they had a music video with Tiger uh, called Holla at Me Downtown, and they put out the uh they put out the blast like everybody pull up. So put up with my group. Uh, I was a part of a group called Action Figures, uh, created by uh Gary. It was a nigga uh, from Oval, Gary. He created a group. So we went down there, started dancing and shit. Chris, I'm like, oh, he hard. He hard. That's Breezy Deuce. So me, as a fan and the kid, I'm like, oh, that's my name. Ran with it. <laughs> that's what my Twitter, all that shit. I ran with Breezy Deuce. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Did you get a chance to interact with Chris Brown like that? Um, Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Once, mm -hmm. once, at a Miles Brown birthday party, um, I got a chance to like chill with him in the VIP section and chop it up with him. And the crazy thing about it, I took a picture with that nigga, and the <laughs> phone got stolen that following week. Damn. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> fuck! But that was like in 2000 and... Um, that was 2011. Okay. When that happened. Okay. Yeah. Chris Brown or Usher? Who? That's hard. Um, because I ain't gonna lie, I wanted to be Usher when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had the chain used to swing it around my neck and dance and shit. I used to get off. But I'm, I'm gonna say, ugh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Chris Brown. Man. I'm gonna say Chris Brown. All right, hold on. We'll get a tangent. We'll cut this part out later. But uh, I went to Dave Chappelle the other night, the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, yeah. Chris Brown and Usher came out together. Yeah, they that's did, hard. They did, they yeah. did, uh, oh, oh, oh shit, man! <laughs> yeah. Why you yeah. fucking tell me, fellas? So we, so they brought out Bust. They brought out Buster. Buster was the act. Yeah, yeah. But then Chris Brown came out. And Buster was like trying to get a champagne bottle or something. Bottle. And then Usher brought the champagne bottle out, <laughs> and they did the whole song. So I was that's like, oh, hard. Shit. That's dope. And they yeah, did yeah. Uh, look at me now. That's like, fire. They did they two parts? Buster did the whole rapping fast. Every time a nigga coming in, <laughs> oh, that's hard. Although he doesn't I, look, I I think Buster can rap. There's yeah. no question about yeah. that. Buster can spit, yeah. but like, you know, he's from KC. We yeah. have a close mm -hmm. relationship with Tech. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
there's, some, there's something about Buster. Like, he could do it, but Spliff is giving him the, hey, giving him a chance to yeah. breathe. And yeah. then when you watch someone like Tech, no, yeah. nobody needs to, no hype. Right. He right. could just, right. Like, he's too old. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm about to say, Buster. Yeah. 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 It's because he's got bigger. Yo, but he's got yeah, hell no, he don't. He Tech don't is like home. in his 50s, but he'll sit down and do. No, but Buster he, he didn't gain that shape. weight and that neck. Like yeah. his neck, you know, he's running out of <laughs> Why breath. Why you going to talk about Buster's I'm neck? I'm saying Buster running out of breath. Tech is really like that guy. Yeah. yeah. And Buster can't do that anymore. Yeah. 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 Nah, yeah, that's, that's, that's funny. A, that's a, that's a, that's a, we gonna keep that. Yeah. All this shit. We hey, but no, but, but but Buster actually, he looked skinnier. He didn't look. Oh, He didn't look big. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he said some shit. Some shit. <laughs> bust, I didn't say that. Okay. Doing his thing okay. too. Bust a bust. I didn't Spliff say that. Spliff had round. cancer, bro. Spliff <laughs> had round. cancer. Be- <laughs> yeah. Some shape. He's round. <laughs> All right, sorry. That's a tangent. Right, that's all- a tangent, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we cut it later. <laughs> nah, nah, we gonna keep that yeah. shit. It's natural. Yeah. So, um, so did you have any other performers? Any like, was your mom or your pops? Were they uh, talented? Were they, you know? Yeah. Uh, Inclined um, musically or anything like my that. My mom, um, you know, lock high school. My mom was in the um, was in the choir. My mom okay. was was singing in the choir at lock. Um, and my father, my father was a uh, gang member, but also my father um, was in the acting realm as well. Considering just the fact of who he was um, back then, like a lot of the rappers and shit and singers, they would get real street people to be in the movies and being mm-hmm. in the video. So my father had an opportunity to be on the movie Colors. Nice. Yeah, so I okay. got the pictures and everything. Um so my pops he was in the in, in the pre-stages of Colors like when they was going around to the different areas and getting the gang members and and taking pictures of them and having them as the references and the, to throw them in a movie. So my dad he did Colors um and the day that they was about to shoot this nigga get arrested. Damn. And go For to what? jail. Um, gangbang shit. Yeah. Okay. So can, yeah. Can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But he got arrested. Um, but I have all the pictures of everything. Um, Michael Jackson's "The Way You Making Me Feel." Mm-hmm. Um, my pops uh did some bodyguard work for Nelly. Nice. Uh, he he did some shit with uh Game before uh Jada Kiss. He was bodyguarding for Jada Kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, and and quite a few other people. So my pops. Wow. Um, my pops was really active in the street but off of his name he was able to do these other opportunities too okay so that's what kind of <clears throat> did he did he bring you around some of that stuff like were you nah, able to be on set oh, nah okay. because um uh, when a lot of this stuff was going on um this was before i like some of this shit was before i was born but obviously like nelly and jetty kissing mm-hmm. them that was um <clears throat> when i was in school so i couldn't really like go right Right. You know what I'm saying? So my dad, he'd, he'd go out of town or whatever. He'd do shit with them and then, you know, come mm-hmm. back. And then I remember one time he called Jada Kiss on the phone because he was like, I'll bodyguard for Jada Kiss. I'm like, you don't bodyguard for Jada Kiss. It was watching 106 in Park. And my pops was like, watch this. Put his phone. And he was like, yo, what's up? He was like, yeah, I just see you on the TV. I said, oh, that's Jada Kiss. What's up? What's up? What's up? So I got excited and shit. So I, I got an opportunity to... uh to to witness that, yeah, but everything yeah. else, I was in school. I was I was in like the, um, I was like in the sixth and the seventh grade when this Damn, occurred. You just was took your it dad one of the crips that was in that uh, picture with Mike. <laughs> oh, my dad brother was actually in that. Picture. <laughs> Remember that picture? Uh-huh. And and, uh, and, the, and the dudes was in the picture. That's my uncle. That's that, that's why Mike is throwing up the seed. Nigga, the yeah. throwing up neighborhood. Like yeah, those those <laughs> are my peoples. So they had Mike throwing up the seed. They hey, said you ain't Mike. Never seen that? I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. But who prompted him to do that? They was like. <laughs> 
Okay, right yeah, from that story, that's my uncle Corey right there, Look. the one with the low song. Yeah, rest Rupert in peace. That, that, that's oh, wow. my dad, little brother. Wow. And then that's yep, that's my dad, brother, rest in peace. And then that's um, that's uh. What's his name next to him? That's, really uh, to see that's that. Boxer. <laughs> that's Boxer. They they from 89 East Coast. Okay. Yeah, and that's so. the same set your dad was from. Yeah, the same okay. set my dad from. Neighbor, Man, 89 neighbor East Coast. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So so speaking of that, how did you navigate growing up in Watts, mm -hmm. you know, having a dad that was an active gangbanger? Mm -hmm. I mean, what kept you away from really getting engulfed in that, you know? Um, damn, that's a very good question. Um. Uh, a few things. Um, I knew that it wasn't a life for me afterwards. Like, cause I ain't gonna lie, I, I try, I try to, okay. because you know when, when that's all that is around you, yeah. it's it's no lie. It's easy for you to fall underneath that because mm -hmm. it's it's that's all that's there. Yeah. And then especially like with me. Um, you know the girls they liked it the little roughnecks they liked it then so I was like yeah. oh what I'm, I'm there yeah my pops <laughs> called me and was like hey what's up was, was you at school today I was like uh yeah I was cool check this out cuz <laughs> <laughs> I hear about everything you doing on these motherfucking streets bro I know everything you doing yeah you 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 just was over there whoop, 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 doo, doo. I'm like oh shit so you like cuz look I'm gonna tell you like this if I ever hear you gang banging I'm gonna fuck you up. Damn. He's like, I'll take you to get you put on right now. You want to go? No. <laughs> no. So I was more so scared of him than anybody else because my I wasn't finna fight with my pops. So I was like, you know what? Okay, this is not me. So um, I decided, like, you know what? This 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 might not be it because I want to be able to maneuver, go everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Not be able to be only subjected to the four corners of this area. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I got a bigger purpose than that. So. I was like, uh, I think um, what age was I? I think I was, um, I think I was fourteen when I was like, yeah, nah, because I was yeah. trying that shit in middle school. Because that's what it was like: sports season, clown dancing, gang banging. That mm -hmm. was the only thing that was there. So mm -hmm. when the East season is off, you alternate. Yeah. So <laughs> I was fourteen. My I was like, yeah, nah, this ain't it. That's some real <laughs> shit that your dad. That was the father son yeah. talk y'all had on yeah. some real nigga shit. Yeah. He made you understand it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that's. That, I feared him. Yeah. <laughs> I was Do like, you think nah. now let me ask you this? Do you think that if you didn't have that strong male figure and mm -hmm. have him around, mm -hmm. even as a gangbanger, do mm -hmm. you think that you would have went the other way if you didn't have him to check you sternly like that? I mean, yeah, because you you get you get persuaded by the mirages of the hood. Mm -hmm. You see the women, you see the accolades, like you see like, you know what I'm saying, the cars. Them being respected, like everybody knowing them, everybody yep. showing love for him. So you like that type of shit, because it's like, oh, nigga, he the hero. You know what I'm yep. saying? He came through with the yep. core, with the beat. Yep. You know what I'm saying? 22. So like, all those things, like, catch your eye. And especially like when it's not that many opportunities, it's like, oh, this is what I might do. Because nigga, only thing you can do is game maker, play ball. That's yeah. it. They they don't encourage nothing else in the hood, like right. the sports and, right. and that. So yeah. or rapping or rapping, yeah. So, it's not really a profession or academics being yeah. stressed. Yeah. I used to play tennis. Niggas used to clown me for playing tennis. That's a, that's an LA <laughs> thing, bro. I used to play that's, tennis. That's an LA thing because yeah. the nigga Rick Ross, the mm -hmm. the real Rick Ross, he was an avid ten, tennis player. Yep. Yeah, I know that's, freeway. That, that's an LA thing that y'all yeah. just fuck with tennis. Huh? It was at our parks, so okay. it's like you know what I'm saying. That was that's that's the other thing. Like I used to play. Um, Tennis at Ted Watkins Park. Wow, was you any good? Yeah, I was good. Okay, I got, I got like, I got certificates and all that shit. Damn. And Damn. I used to, um, 
I, I did everything. I used to play in the band. I used to, I'm used to good at the drums. I really? could have got a scholarship, but I just never followed through. Oh wow, yeah. wow! You was in a marching band. Mm-hmm. Okay, which one? Um, it was. Uh, I had like a. It was like a little regular school. Like I had a school called um, William Jefferson Clinton Middle School, and um, so it was. It was our own school's band. It wasn't <clears> like nothing <throat> else because it was like a. It was like a new school because they were they were having a middle school at the bottom, and a high school at the top. Jackie Robinson Animo. Mm-hmm. So um. What the fuck was we called? I don't even remember the name of it, but like seventh through eighth grade, I used to go crazy with the drum. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. And shit like, and How did you learn? Is it something you just picked up? Um... Yeah, it was something I kind of picked up because I used to do beats on the table with a pen. Yeah. And I couldn't, like, it, it sounds so cliche, my nigga, but like Nick Cannon went on drumline. He couldn't read music. I couldn't read music, but I know beats. Right. So as soon as I hear the shit, and then I'm getting it. Then my 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 band teacher, Mr. Conyers, he was like, um, I'm going to show you a way to read it. Apple, apple, watermelon, apple, 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 watermelon, apple, 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 watermelon, apple, 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 watermelon, apple. So Damn. then... I learned how to read it like that. So every on the thing, I'm the beat pad. I'm like boom, boom. Put it, 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 put it. So I was doing it like that. So yeah, I mean, well, you a talented motherfucker, man. God damn. So you just watermelon apple through the whole fucking shit to learn how to like do the shit, man. Like it was crazy. Damn, I'm gonna use that shit with some shit. Watermelon apple, okay. Because I'm remember like the coming back to the rap game with the watermelon apple, right? Yeah, so shout out to Mr. Kyrie's man. Wherever you at, man, I love you, bro, for for giving me that and letting me know that that's the talent I had. Yeah, so real shit. Yeah, yeah, salute to him. Man, yeah. that's that's man, that's 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 great, bro, because <laughs> I know how important it is. I mean, I'm older than you, yeah. you know. Um it's funny as we were talking, you youngest than my younger than my oldest yeah. child, but <laughs> like me coming up through my shit, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, you know, I didn't have that strong male figure mm-hmm. like you had to, yeah. to to check me and, and redirect me, you yeah. know, so I, I kind of got off into the bullshit. Yeah. And even with the talents that I had, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily have anyone to foster that, Yeah, you know, to feed that mm-hmm. and where I, I understood what the possibilities could have been, yeah. you know. So, I mean, this is a testament to even in the hood, mm-hmm. if you pay attention, you mm-hmm. still can have those things, you exactly. know. It's not like in the hood, just everybody yeah. on bullshit and ain't nobody trying to do nothing positive, yeah. you know. And I and also I want to say like um I didn't have my, I didn't have my dad all my life because my dad got incarcerated when I was 2 and then mm-hmm. he got out of jail when I was I think 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. So, um no, 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 no. Uh, when I was like, uh, no, when I was, I think he got out when I was like 10 or 11. And um, so I had my mom, I had my dad through visits, mm-hmm. phone calls, and cards. Damn. So like, you know, it wasn't like my dad wasn't there because he was incarcerated. Right. So my mom is the one who kind of, you know what I'm saying, steered the vehicle. Yeah. And just me seeing yeah. her work and then seeing her struggles and then just understanding that I have to do something Right. For her, right. she always instilled in me um, love. Mm-hmm. That's why I had the heart I got because of my mama. Like right. she, she gave me that shit. And she structured it. She taught me how to be a man the best that she could as a woman. Because a woman, I, it's no disrespect. A woman can't 
teach a man how to be a man, but they can teach you the fundamentals to be a great person. Exactly. So yep. I, I love my mama for that because I got that. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 shaped your boy to who I am. So Yeah, she did a good job, bro. Yeah, thank Cause you. I mean that's the thing. Like when I was uh talking to people about you and everybody mm -hmm. was saying that they was like, Man, dude's a good dude. Like mm -hmm. dude got a good head on his shoulder. He got yeah. a good heart. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. Your reputation intact, bro. So your salute you. to your mom. She did a good thank job. You. Shout out, mama. I like you. <laughs> so uh so growing up in the hood, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure you were surrounded by I mean, that's that's all beautiful shit, but there's mm -hmm. that other side too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you mm -hmm. have to go through what's like the worst thing you seen that that said, okay, uh -huh. you know, yeah, my daddy told me to stay away from that, mm -hmm. but I seen this happened, I'm yeah. definitely not fucking with it. Oh man, um, so many things. Um, when I was younger, it, it was a it was a thing going around LA, and only niggas that's really from here or lived here can uh know. It was a point where where uh, Hispanics and blacks were like getting into it bad. It was mm -hmm. like if we catch niggas with white t-shirts on, mm -hmm. killing two thousand four ish, two thousand three, two thousand four. Mm -hmm. They shot a dude. I just moved here mm -hmm. in O two. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was going to Cal State Northridge, and they yeah. smoked uh, a Latino dude at the gas station. And in and, and NorCal, we don't have we don't have race relation problems. <laughs> Bless like you. That. Thank you. Like mm -hmm. blacks and Latinos fuck with yeah. each other. So I moved down here like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, it was deep. So whatever it was, like niggas couldn't wear t-shirts, uh, wear white t-shirts. And it was one time I was outside playing in my front yard, mm -hmm. and it was me and my brother. And then we we, we um because I stayed in the Grape Streets, and then it was like the um I want to make sure I'm saying this right. It's like a it's like a Hispanic hood, uh, I think Vario grapes or something like that, but it was like them and some other enemies or whatever, them niggas was flying down the street in this van and they bounced out the car. And me and my brother in the yard playing with our basketball and I'm sitting there like, I was stuck. Like I wanted to run, but my body wouldn't move because I, mm -hmm. I froze and I was watching it. Like, God damn, like this is crazy. Then the second thing that, Messed me up when the police killed somebody in my yard mm. as a kid. Damn, it was a dude. Um, cause me and my mom, we were. Uh, my mom, she was in a, um, she was in the restroom putting something on her face, and I was talking to her, and all her was scared. Poof. So we like, man, what is that? That sound close. So we, you know, black people, when you hear some shit, you yeah. gotta run to the window to see what's going yeah. on. So we, we go to the window, and then we we hear we hear we hear uh, like the police siren. Then we seen a dude running, um. The dude climbed on our gate, and the police was like, get down, get down. And he was trying to get off the gate. And the police bagged up and said, Phew, went forward mm -hmm. and hit the dude off the gate. Mm -hmm. And he fell and died in my front yard. Damn. And the police, we heard the bullshit they said. They was like, oh, um, you know, we tried to some, no, y'all intentionally killed that man. Wow. And they, they, Picked his body up, but we had to wash the blood off the concrete Damn. in our yard. How old were you? I was um, eight years old. Damn. I was eight years Damn. old. How do yeah. you think that affected you psychologically? It did because I was more so scared of what I looked like, mm. me having to be like that. So ever since then, every time I seen the police, I'm like, mm -hmm. because all I seen was a person that looked like me, Damn. wore what I wear, <clears throat> white T-shirt, basketball shorts, like that scared the shit out of me wow yeah wow. so yeah. so so you're in school and you get into so you're doing the drums you're yeah. doing the jerking you're doing mm -hmm. the dancing mm -hmm. so you hit high school yeah and around high school um the the man of your life your father passes away yeah 
Right. How did that affect you? And what what happened? What were the circumstances behind this death? If you you um, know if you don't if you can talk about it. Yeah, man, it's uh, cool. I ain't yeah. really tripping like that. Um. All right. So, uh, yeah, my um, my father, he got killed. Um. 2011. Um, and that was. Uh, what is it? Uh, um, before you senior, that's what sophomore, right? Oh, junior, 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 my, junior. Yep. my junior year. Me and my pops we was talking about. He was like, "Man, I'm gonna buy you your class ring. I'm gonna get you your Letterman jacket and this and that, and then you gonna get you a fly suit." So we was talking about all this shit, and um, yeah, um, he got killed June 9th. And the crazy thing about that is my birthday is June 19th, and that year my birthday landed on Father's Day. Damn. So I had to deal with him dying and my birthday and it being on Father's Day. Wow. Um, my pops got um I can say this shit on record. Uh my pops got killed by his own homies. Wow. And um it fucked me up. I didn't know how to process it. Mm-hmm. Like the thing that okay, it's like I didn't want to grieve, so I didn't sit down. I'm like, Mom, I'm going to school every day. I, I, I want to stay home. Mm. I want to stay home. And then when I went to school, I got annoyed because everybody kept trying to, oh, you okay? Kind of like, leave me the fuck alone. I, I, I just, mm-hmm. I'm leaving the house so I can yeah. just yeah. clear my mind. Avoid and y'all it. are yeah. bringing it back here. <laughs> so it, 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 was, it was tough. Mm-hmm. It was tough because before my dad passed, we had a falling out. Um. And um, when he used to come to the house, I was avoiding him. I'd sit in the garage and wait till he leave for work and shit. And the, the day he died, um, <laughs> the day my father died, um, we was watching Kevin Hart's special. I forgot the name of it, but it was Kevin Hart. When he, uh, it was like a joke when he was like, um, when I think when his girl said something about the nigga eating ass, and he was like, I don't eat your ass on your birthday because I didn't get you nothing. <laughs> and we was watching, and my dad was sitting there laughing and and, and watching mm-hmm. us watch the thing. And um, right before my father left, he walked in. I heard my mom like, nah, don't wake him up, don't wake him up. And then he walked in the room, he kissed me on my forehead and was like, hey, I love you, but stop talking shit to me. One thing about mm-hmm. me is like, I'm I'm strong like I, mm-hmm. I speak my mind yeah and not on no disrespectful stuff but it was something in regards to my mom that mm-hmm. i didn't like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i was like you know what i'm saying pops you ain't gonna do you know what i'm saying it's the mom mm-hmm. whatever but it was nothing like it was it was just uh cheating right and i was like you ain't gonna do yeah. that to my mom my dad was a good dude but you know yeah he was a, he was a man in the street yeah, yeah, so yeah um he kissed me on the face and said, stop talking shit to me. And I was like, Dad, I, mean, I ain't talking shit to you, man. I love you. And I was like half asleep. And then he was like, thank you for giving me a second chance. I'm going to get my life together and I'm coming back home. Mm-hmm. And I was half asleep and I was mad because I didn't get a chance to really. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba get that full moment because he was was about to transition Mm -hmm. and man it crushed me I I went to the scene where my father was wow and saw my father wow that shit was it was it close to the house was it in the neighborhood it was in his neighborhood at the main house where all them niggas kick it at wow so how did you somebody called you and you went over there what happened is the smoker called the smoker from over there called my auntie. No, she didn't call my she 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 rode her bike to my auntie. Like, hey, mm-hmm. neck bone just got killed. Neck bone just got killed. 
and it traveled from my auntie to my other auntie to my other auntie. My auntie called my mom, and my mom was half asleep. Like when my dad was when my dad was at the house, my mom she couldn't sleep. But right after he left, she was out, like mm-hmm. out. So when my auntie called, like, uh, your husband just got killed. She like, no, he didn't. He just fucking left. My mom didn't realize. Like I think two or three hours passed, and my mom she came in the room. She told me as soon as she told me that nigga, my heart dropped. Went to the scene and seeing my father there on the scene, man, it, it it fucked me up. I blacked out. I started fighting the car. I fucked up both of my hands. Like, my shit was big and swollen. I, I, I scraped all the skin off my... I just... I don't remember what happened. I just was enraged, bro. Yeah. And, and you are only, what, 16, 17 at the time? 16. 16. Wow. Oh, no, I was about to be 16. Okay. Because my birthday June 19th, so right. I was about to be 16. Wow. Damn. Yeah, that's tough, brother. And yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Condolences to you, brother. No, nah, it's, it's, um, it's cool. Like, it's 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 messed up how it happened. Right. But one thing I gotta understand, and this might sound crazy, and people might not understand this, but <laughs> for whatever reason, I can't question God. Mm-hmm. I can't. So no matter how much I want Him back, I I, I can't question God because God know what He's doing. Right. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, I gotta just all right, God. I don't understand, man, but. Yeah. I trust you. Yeah, that's tough, brother, because, yeah. I mean, I, my mother died in 2010, so mm-hmm. I know that pain of losing yeah. a parent. It's like yeah. nothing else, bro. Like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so um, man, man, I'm sorry to hear that, brother. Nah, it's um, cool, man. Damn, that shit threw me off. <laughs> yeah, my bad, man. Yeah. We're, we're in high cool. school. Yeah. Shit, now you got Yeah, my fault, man. Nah, it. Yeah, it's just sad that this is the shit that we, this is what we go through. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still I still miss him to this day. Like, sometimes I could even smell that nigga cologne or, like, I could hear his voice. You know what I'm saying? So, this is crazy. It's like you never get over that shit. None of that shit you never get over. You, you kind of cope with it a little bit, but you never get over it. So that's why I'm more so worried now that I'm a father. I had a two-year-old. Yeah. Now, the table switch. I was two. My father was incarcerated. My son is two. I'm here. So I understand the importance of being in my son's life every moment, not missing yeah. shit. So I'm a proud dad. So these things, it's like, ugh, pops, like, you're not here. Man, I need you to teach me how to be a dad. But I'm learning how to be a dad. By what I went through, so I got I got two little boys, and I'm he court though because you know I was around when his I mean we known each other for 20 years yeah uh, but my mom had me at 15 and mm-hmm. we grew up in in Sacramento in the yeah. hood and uh, my grandma passed not that long ago this man was here for me and shit but mm-hmm. I'm a, I won't get too deep into mine because I'll just yeah. be joining y'all on my shit. <laughs> but I was I was in the hospital I, man, I this called nigga got him me here crying yeah, 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 I, called, I called him like a day or so <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's yeah. hard, man. It's hard losing. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard losing a loved one. Most definitely. Someone raised you. Yeah. To like have him gone all those years and get out four years and then get killed out the fourth years yeah. of being out, like. Yeah. 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 So, so going through that, I mean, yeah. you know, what was what was your 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 journey after that? Like, how did you come out of that losing? You know what I'm saying? Losing um, your dad. I mean, I, did that did that put a sense of urgency with? Okay, now I got to figure my life out. I have to do something because you're the man of the house yeah. at this point. You know yeah. what I mean? Um. Yeah, and 
yeah and no, because I didn't know what the fuck I was supposed to do. I just knew I had to graduate to make my mama proud. I like I gotta graduate. Yeah. Um, right after my father passed, a little bit after, we became temporarily homeless. Um, we're staying in my granny um abandoned house on on um ninety. 91st in McKinley. Um, we're sitting in an abandoned house, um, just trying trying to get me through school. Mm-hmm. We didn't really have like the money like that, but I had um, I think I had like seven hundred dollars in my bank account or something like that. And um, I told my mom to take some of that money and 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 we gonna piece together this, uh, figure out how to piece together some other money and and get us, you know, a place. So we end up getting um, our house on 85th in Normandy. Um, a little bit after that, but I was selling candy and food in school to make some money. Nigga, I was chefing it up. I yeah. had I had five dollar meals. I used to uh, get the croissant sandwiches from um, Albertsons, uh, get chips, and then get a juice, and I wrap it up in a box and put it in, in a little shit. And I have slices of cake. Then I got hot Cheetos, Kool Aid, gummy worms. I got all this. So I'm, I'm trapping out. I'm yeah. trapping out of school. So um, we was able to hustle and make some shit happen. Yeah. So. Um, I was always funny. Like mm-hmm. one thing everybody know about me, I'm always like the the, the goofy nigga. I'm always saying yeah. something stupid. Yeah. So that are like I already knew I had something. I just didn't know how to use it the right way. Mm-hmm. So I started doing like little 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 skits on YouTube, but not nothing full out just me like, hey, this is why I told me Quan. No, not why I told me Quan, but like, hey, this is Quan, and this is this week's episode of Jackass. So I used to like make fun of all the shows I watched. Yeah. So that would kind of like put things start to put things in perspective and mm-hmm. shit. Like so. So what made you, you know, say I'ma sell food, I'ma sell snacks, opposed to go going to get a pack? Because um, I wanted to make it. I mm-hmm. didn't think that that would have been the thing for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't want to change my life that drastically and just go into that because, like I said, when I tried the game banging, my pop said I'ma fuck you up. Mm-hmm. So I knew I couldn't dabble that way so I said you know what I'm gonna sell snacks I'm gonna sell snacks and I did that shit and I went crazy mm-hmm. at school I was I, I I was selling snacks so much to where nigga the security she could come to class come here Quan, come here <laughs> yeah we heard you've been selling hey let me get those hot Cheetos real quick so they used to act like they was mad at me to buy from me so I'm like oh yeah I'm serving it <laughs> we went to school so. It was cool, man. I, I just knew that that would have been something to help make yeah. some quick money that I ain't yeah. doing nothing crazy because I don't yeah. know what the fuck I'm doing with selling dope. Yeah. Nigga, who going to teach me how to sell dope? Like, <laughs> real talk. So. Yeah, yeah, real talk. Yeah. So, I mean, dealing with that, dealing with the, man, so, you, you know, the loss of your father yeah. and you dealing with homelessness, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, trying to go to school. And trying to go to school. How mm-hmm. did you maintain? And he's in the snack game heavy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, and, and, and one thing, hey, I didn't, I didn't eat none of the shit I was selling. I was like, no. Nah, oh, so you didn't don't you yeah, eat none of that shit. Cause you know, I, I mean, I mean, we had money. Is that motherfucking Cheeto to, dust yeah. on your finger. <laughs> <laughs> we had money to eat, but like money was really tight. tight. Yeah. And you know, nigga, you at school when you selling shit, you gonna, you gonna eat some of your product. I was like, nigga, I ain't eating none of this product. You needed all that shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm selling all this. I'm eating, I'm eating lunch food. Nigga, clown me if you want to. I got yeah. lunch tickets. I don't care. Yeah. So, so how did you manage to stay positive? You know, uh, through all of that. That's a lot for a kid, a teenager, yeah. to be dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Um, my mama and God. Mm-hmm. You talk about God a lot. Did you mm-hmm. grow up in the church? Is that something um, your mother instilled at you? That yeah, that, yeah. that that spirituality. Yeah, my mom. It's it's I could say like my mom. She instilled it in us, but also my mama. She gave us a choice in a sense. My mom. She was like, 
I'm going to church, boom, boom, boom. I want you to know God for yourself. So, like, mm-hmm. I'll bring you to church. And this is what you want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Go. But me, I, I started to like church. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I like church. So, I started to go every Sunday with my mom. I'm going to church. And then um, just me getting to know God myself is mm-hmm. what made it stick. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? My mama, she could pray for me all I want. But if that wasn't where my heart was at, it would have been a diversion until I finally got there. But mm-hmm. I want to know God myself. So, yeah, I started going to church. And, mm-hmm. man, like, I done met this a lot of shit in my life um, where the only person that got me through was him. So mm-hmm. I can't not, not acknowledge him mm-hmm. in all my ways. He's the reason why I'm here. Yeah. He's the reason why people know who I am. He's the reason why I'm still breathing. He's the reason why I have these talents because I didn't ask for them. I was born with it. Real talk. You know, real so talk. God is a big part of my life. So, Even though I'm still cussing all that shit, but yeah. I, I'm, no, real I'm, talk. I'm me. Nah, I can, I, I, I can see the God in you, brother. Thank you. Uh, yes, yes. Um, so when you talk about, so now you're in high school. Mm-hmm. So where did you, where did the skits come from? At what point? Because, I mean, I'm trying to think. Was, was Instagram <laughs> cracking at that point? No, Instagram was cracking. When I got out of high school. Okay. Instagram. What about got, Vine? Was got, it Vine? Yeah. Vine, 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 Vine did start. I forgot what year. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here Vine started, but um, because I was on Instagram when Instagram didn't have videos. So I, I started on uh, Instagram like 2012, 2013, like 12, mm-hmm. posting pictures and shit. But everybody knew me from school, so they used to comment on my shit because I used to post crazy ass pictures at school, like doing mm-hmm. stupid shit. Yeah. So they knew me. Then when um, Instagram started competing with Vine, because Vine was seven seconds, Instagram did 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. So um, I started doing videos, and the first video that went viral for me was how gang members dance at a party. And it was mm-hmm. me doing a dance called the Hoover Stump, created by the Hoovers. Okay. So I did that, everybody knew it, because that's the dance that everybody do at the front. They Hoover Stump, but one more, they put their own twist to it. So I did it, uh-huh. that motherfucker went viral. Uh-huh. And then I had to follow up, I was like, oh, shit, this is my opportunity now. Like. All right, let me keep doing skits. So right. that's what pushed those skits forward. Yeah. Where yeah. do you draw the inspiration for your skits? Is it based on motherfuckers in your family or people mm-hmm. you didn't seen in the community? Like Yeah, both. both. Family and <laughs> people in my community. Cause like my whole family, man, um my whole family is some characters, man. Like Have they ever seen something and be like, nigga, I know you're talking about me. Yeah. Nigga, I know that's me. One of my aunties. Yeah. One of my aunties is like, my nigga, like, don't be talking with me like that. (laughs) Because I got I got a few, I got a few family members. Um, a lot of my family members are uh from gangs. Like Mm -hmm. uh my auntie, she 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 was an OG, she's an OG crip. Now she's turned, yeah, now she's turned uh a minister. Oh wow. Okay. Um my other auntie was a gang member, my all my uncles gang bang. So mm-hmm. like, it was pretty much like a battle of who's the toughest crip. So like that shit used to be just funny <laughs> at the house, like with, yeah. with Granny on, on on Thanksgiving or or Christmas or Easter or some shit. Mm-hmm. And they like, I'm the hardest one in the family. No, cause I'm the hardest one in the family. So <laughs> me seeing that, I'm like, this shit is funny. So me and my brother, used to, me and my brother, what's up, Mickey? Shout out my big brother, what's up, Mickey? So we used to uh, 
just make these stories and shit like, yeah. hey, hey, what if uh, what if cousin Pat Pat got into a fight with Uncle Johnny or how would that go? Yeah. And then it would just go from there. Yeah. So it was just us playing with them, making them characters, and then uh-huh. so that. so I mean, because you're doing a level of at, even at that young age, you're producing. You probably yeah. don't realize it, but you're producing, you're writing, you're mm-hmm. directing. Yeah. I mean, did, is that something that you just naturally picked up, or is that something that somebody taught you, or you didn't have a reference okay. point? I'm all right. So, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to Watts back when I was younger. Um, my brother used to work at uh, Food for Less um, at the Martin Luther King Shopping Center in Watts, and um, I used to go up there to see my brother because he used to work. He 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 was he was you know, a cashier and shit. So I used to go up there to see him work and it was a security guard named Antoine and Gordon and they was cousins and they was from Compton. <laughs> These niggas are funny as fuck, man. Okay, uh, Gordon was a producer, nigga. Like, uh-huh. he was making beats. Some of his beats was whack as fuck, but like, you couldn't tell him nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, his cousin, Antoine, was the black conscious hood nerd. Yeah. So like, he a nerd, but he be saying hella hood shit and, mm-hmm. and he was an editor. So um, I used to go up there all the time. He like, nigga, why you always up at the store? Cause I want to see my brother, nigga, what's up? Like, yeah. so he like, oh, I fuck with you, bro. So I used to hang with him. Um, and he told me to come to his house one day. Cause you know, I used to like get in a little trouble, not too much, but he was like, come to my house with me. I was like, well, all right. So I go to the nigga house um, and I have my computer with me. And he was like, uh, look at this. And he showed me a video. What he used to do was chop up videos like cartoons and shit and put music on them mm-hmm. and make films. And he was like, um, he was like, bro, this is what I want you to do. This was that had line wire. Line wire was cracking. Mm-hmm. He put line wire <laughs> on my computer. He was like, yeah. look, download these cartoons. He said, download the Boondocks, Nataru, Dragon Ball Z, some anime shit, boom, boom, boom. He said, take these, chop these up, find you a song, and chop these videos up. And make the video say exactly what the song is saying. Mm. I said, nigga, I'm not doing that. What you want me to do that weird shit for? He like, it's gonna keep you out of trouble. Nigga, I don't care. But like, let me see it again. <laughs> I looked at him do it. So I was like, all right, cool. And I did it and I used to make music videos out of cartoons. Wow. And that's what gave me the creative eye because seeing right. what they're able to do in cartoons, I'm like, this shit is so fire. Right. So, cause I was just thinking that shit was weird. Like, nerd shit. Like, man, I ain't watching no anime. I ain't watching no Dragon Ball Z and the Tall yeah. I ain't watching that shit. <laughs> but it was, a, it was something that clicked. It was just that creativity, just that dopeness to make them do whatever you want them to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this shit is something. So I started doing that and that's what got my creative eye going. Yeah. So then like everything started to make sense. Like me, I, I'm I'm very hands on with everything. I'm like, the scenery got to be right. The 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 background. I gotta have people walking in the background to make it feel real. I gotta have the right music that fit the tone. I gotta have the right color scheme. I gotta have the right outfit. I gotta have the right wood. Like everything mm-hmm. has to be to a science because I want you to feel exactly what you're supposed to feel when you're thinking about these time periods. Like if you're from LA and I'm talking about like the white t-shirt right. era, I right. want you to feel everything. Nigga, I want you to watch that video and smell the Swisher sweets you were smoking <laughs> back then with your homie yeah. with the cheap ass uh, dime bags with the, with the seeds in the weed from your partner. <laughs> like I want you to feel that. Yeah. So everything is like, it has to be like this for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's where you kind of got your foundation for the editing and production yeah. and shit. Yeah. That, so you do all your shit? Yeah. You edit? Oh, damn. I was, I was told that I was trying to find it. I didn't get a chance to find it, but that everything off of this. For real? Everything. 
off of this phone. Wow. So you didn't yeah. built the empire just off the phone. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So and, have you have you ever done like been doing a skit or or like real gangbangers see see your shit? Mm -hmm. Have you ever had an issue while filming your shit? Like where motherfuckers don't know is you and is you doing a skit and a nigga like really like, what's up, cuz? What's up, yeah. blood? Like, nah, nah. It, it, well, okay. One skit. And I can say this. Uh, I was in the BPSs. I was filming a skit with this OG blood um, chick. And she was blood walking because I was doing this uh, 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 skit about the known dancers in LA that you probably shouldn't do. That's crib walking, blood walking, and hoover stomping. And um, I was doing the blood part. I was in the BPSs. And um, she was blood walking in the street. But the thing about the blood walk is, it's not too many people that blood walk. DJ mm -hmm. Quick is the one who opened the door for blood walking. So mm -hmm. I want to let that be known. It's Quick. Shout out to Quick. So, you know what I'm saying? He started that, and it was only a few. So when she was in the street doing it, she was walking, boom, boom, hitting her shit. The, old, the older bloods down the street, they thought she was crib walking. They like, nigga, stop all that. Blah, 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 walking in the set. And and me, I didn't I couldn't make out what they were saying. Uh -huh. I'm excited. I'm like, oh, they fucking with it. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so I'm recording. I'm like, yeah, do your shit. Boom, boom. Nigga, all I heard was So it was like four cars flying down the street. Nigga, my baby mama, <laughs> my baby mama said, who is that? She jumped out the street onto the sidewalk. I was stuck like a deer in headlights because I couldn't move because something in my spirit said, don't move. Mm -hmm. Don't move. Because I felt if I would have moved, it would have been on some shit like mm -hmm. So um, I stood there. They bounced off the car like, what's up with all that? I'm gonna say the word. So, so with all that crack walking in the set. <laughs> and I was like, pull my mask down. Oh, blood on JS. That's why I saw me Quan. And they gave me love. Yeah. Like they was like, oh, that's the homie, blood. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I fuck <clears> with <throat> your shit. And that was the like, that was the only like close yeah. call. Cause it could have been yeah, ugly real as shit. fuck. Real shit. But that was the only thing. Other than that, <laughs> they fuck with me. Like, yeah. nigga. And I, they know where you from and they yeah. still received you. Yeah, yeah. because. The thing that they, well, thing that people don't understand is that, like all the people that 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 try to do like the skits and shit I do, they don't understand that it's a structure behind this. This is not just me picking up my camera and making a skit about somebody. You have to have it's a certain etiquette when it comes to street content. You have to tell these stories, but tell it to where neither side is offended. You don't mm -hmm. want to make this person look weaker than this person, or right. you don't want to. Bring up some shit that's still deeply rooted with a hate between this hood and mm -hmm. that hood, so they can. Right. And you gotta, you gotta know what to say, what not to say, how to address these things. It, it's, it's a whole tailored yep. thing. That's why I'm respected around these different areas mm -hmm. because they see you're not making fun of me. You're not trying to make me look like this and that and the third. They're like, oh, you really telling these stories and you putting us on. All the niggas in my skits are street niggas. Mm -hmm. A lot of these niggas are either known from beat niggas up. <laughs> or do around the way, or just people I recognize in the street and like, hey, bro, hey, not not like that, champ, but like you act type shit. Mm -hmm. Nah, I don't do the acting shit. Hey, do a skit with me, bro. I, I think you got it. Nah, I don't do that shit. All right, leave. They DM me. Hey, what's up with that acting shit? We still do that. <laughs> and when I put them in a the skit, yeah, these niggas they get excited and they want to do the role right and they ask me, hey, hey, can I be in another? One? Can we do another? One? Can we do another? One? So it just opens the door to help. Yeah. You know other people so so saying that coming off of that <clears throat> let's talk about og bob yeah bob rest in peace rest bob. in peace to bob yeah is is that how you met came across bob oh something oh. similar i came across bob <laughs> 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 it's not came across bob bob had a video stacking 
Uh-huh. And for those y'all, for those of y'all that don't know, what stacking is stacking is throwing up your hood. You know what I'm saying to your music or whatever. Yeah. So he in the video, man, 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 like all it, like throwing up his shit. I was like, this old nigga is raw because yeah. I could tell by his demeanor, he's a G. Oh, for sure. Like and and like with me having my pops and my uncles and shit, I understand the G code. It's it's totally different from back then mm-hmm. to now. It's different. So mm-hmm. I seen that in him. I'm like, oh, he's hard. I'm like, I want to work with him. Yeah. And um. My son's mom, Maika Williams, um, she's a director, mm-hmm. and they were filming. Um, they was filming a, a a Beats by Dre commercial um, in Lamarck Park, also um, in the jungles and at the Crenshaw Mall, and um, they hired him as a community liaison. Yeah. For those of y'all that don't know, <laughs> when you come to these hoods and film, you gotta tap in with the hood so you're protected. Right. They have Bop on set, and Bop is from BPS. BPS. Right. So. Uh, um, Mike, she was like, hey, they, hey, they got Bop on set. They got Bop yeah. on set. I'm like, oh, for real? She's like, I'm gonna tell them that you want to work with. I said, hell yeah, do that, do that, do that. So she, uh, she told him she was like, she was like, hey, she was like, you, uh, Brazy Daisy Pops. She was like, ha ha, right, right, yeah, I'm Brazy Daisy Pops. <laughs> so uh, she was like, uh, my dude want to get you in some skits. He said, all right, all right, okay, okay, okay. So I hit him up, and he was like, I'm a fan, homie. Let's do some shit. Yeah, I got the filming with Bob. And I got to see Bob. Bro was like very intelligent. Yeah. The thing that people don't know about Bob, Bob was born in Oakland. Bob is a panther. Mm. Like wow. bro was a panther. Wow. Like bro was very, very, very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, cared about his community, cared about his people. One thing I love about Bob was that even though he was where, where he was from, he still taught niggas not to disrespect the other side. You know I what saw I'm saying? That. Don't yeah. do none of that. Don't kick that. over no candles. Yep. Don't disrespect them. Don't do none yeah. of that. And it's not too many people that have those values. Mm-hmm. So I started doing skits with Bob. Um, he was a natural. He was. Like, yeah, I didn't, Bob was dope. Yeah. I, I didn't teach Bob him shit. I just told him, I said, hey, I want to do a skit where when their pops are OG. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know that shit. When you, when you got it, when you game man, you got a daughter or some shit, and the, the dude come, yeah. you own him. Like, what's up? I mean, where you from? What's up? You checking him. <laughs> that nigga so, was natural, bro. I told him, yeah. that's, I told him, I said, that's a skit idea. He said, all right. Turn the camera on. That whole shit was improv. Yeah. I had to follow his lead. Yeah. And um, other thing that people don't know is um, after we started doing skits, Bob started writing content to shoot. Mm. I just never got a chance to do it because at that time, it was some street politics shit like with, with Hood's feuding right there. And he and he didn't want me like over there. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to go over there either. I'm like, all right, well, shit, nigga, they, I'm saying if it's mm-hmm. up like that right now, like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't safe for none of us to be over there. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So. I didn't get a chance to um, yeah. shoot it, but he was writing content to yeah. shoot, and it unleashed something that I don't think that he identified he had until those moments. Exactly, and yep. he was great at it. Yeah, like yeah. great at it. Yeah, I like dude. I, yeah. I I was wanting to get him on the show, ironically, right before yeah. he passed away. Yeah. Um, how did his death affect you, bro? I cried. Yeah, I cried. I'll never forget. I was at a um a restaurant with my mom at the beach. And I'm getting out the car. I was happy. I was talking to my mom because I'm taking I'm taking my mom out to a restaurant. And the homie Jungle Juan called me and was like, "Hey, bro." I was like, "What's up?" He like, "You ain't hear what happened?" I said, "Nah, they killed Bop, my nigga." I said, "Wait, what? Who?" I said, they "Killed Bop." So he said that. I hung the phone up. I cried. I couldn't stop crying because, damn, this shit touching. It's like I didn't know Bop for that long, mm-hmm. but. I seen the spirit he had. He reminded him of my dad so much, mm-hmm. even though he was a blood. Like, 
you reminded me of my pops, and it just hurt because he was a good dude. It was so much shit he wanted to do. He was so happy about, uh, I think, getting his, like, I think it's like his trucker's license mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. It was like a few things that he was trying to do, and he was just one of those people that he was like, I don't want to hear nothing bad happen right. to him. Like, right. I want him to get out of, like, get away from there. And, man, I, I just felt like yeah, I couldn't tell him goodbye, in right. a sense. Like, right. He was a good dude. Like, right. just real street nigga. And yeah. I get emotional because it's not too many real real dudes left, man. Like, mm-hmm. Bob was a real good dude. Yeah. A good dude. Like, it was one time I was filming in the Jays. I was filming at the gas station. And um, I was filming, and this nigga pulled up. Nigga pulled up. He blood, nigga. He pulled up looking and shit. So uh, I'm paying attention to him, but I'm filming the skit, so I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going to get the skit done. So um, guess who I see fucking pull up in a gas station? Bop, how about the car? Standing right there. It's bragging peak stone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, Bop, woo, woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bop, like, I'm always around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't tell him yeah. I was filming. Yeah. I guess he caught wind and was like, nigga, I'm over there. Yeah. And stood there until I got done. Wow. And then drove off and went home. Wow. That's real shit, bro. Who gonna do that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, man. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace to Bob, bro. Real good yeah, dude. I was I was a fan of dude, man. And I and like I say, the irony is is I was gonna have him to the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, before that happened. It's a deep ass interview. Yeah, it is, bro. <laughs> God damn. I'm like, I'll be mostly drained by hey, damn. I've been sitting here watching it and I have my own parent shit. Y'all yeah. talking, I'm like, I'm not getting involved. I'm gonna be over here on camera crying. You're gonna have to just get in and do this. Yeah, the whole motherfucking Dude, setup. this is the realest fucking interview about. Yeah. Nigga, like yeah. shit, I'm over here like oh shit. When he started, I'm like oh shit, I don't want. I mean, this I mean, you know, yeah. what's, you know what's interesting to me is because like, like there's le- you bring levity and comedy yep. into mm-hmm. street shit, absolutely, right? absolutely. But, again, I'm a white dude. I understand what it is, but yeah. but I grew up in North Highlands in Sacramento. We've had yeah. dudes from that hood on this show, and we're like, oh yeah, we from the we from the same hood. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like it's hard because mm-hmm. the shit that comes with that. Yeah. In my experience, him from from being from the full block in Kansas City, mm-hmm. which I've gone to KC with him. Oh, yeah. it's that's like that shit smirkish like a motherfucker. Yeah, real talk. Don't understand Kansas is like you can bring levity, and that's yeah. what you do. But yeah. I think in this interview, what you're really saying is that like there's a lot of shit behind it. Though. Hell like, yeah, it, it is. It's comedy. Yeah, cool. We laughing at the yeah. at the at the funny things about the street life, but mm-hmm. the street is fuck. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, and that's it, hard. It's and hard. what I can appreciate too, bro, you giving a level of transparency because us from the hood, man, mm-hmm. we. We trained and we're mm-hmm. programmed to suppress so much. Yeah. We don't show emotion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. you could be hurting. Yeah. You could be all kind of shit. Yeah. And we we bottle that shit up. Yeah. We don't want to show nothing. So, yeah. you know. Until you get older. Yeah, yeah until, until you get older. Get older. Yeah. That's, That's half it. why I was in my field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's because I'm, I'm older. I'm you know? 27. Yeah, I know, I know, so, but that means you light years ahead of where we was. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say. That's just meaning like, this is what I'm just saying, like, um, you got kids and shit. That, yeah. I mean, that changes this game too. Yeah, but it's just more so. This is the heart I was given. Yeah, like my whole life, I always been this. Mm-hmm. Like anybody that really know me, I always been this. I yeah. ain't never changed up. This is me. Right. And my thing is more so. I don't have a fear of being who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't have that fear. I don't give a fuck. Talk about me all you want to. I cried for the homegirl storm when she made it to the Super Bowl, but niggas don't understand, bro. Seeing somebody get it from the same streets you got it off of. Yep. You know, going through her family, personal problems, 
everybody around us that was in the drug movement getting killed. Mm-hmm. And she fucking surpassed and made it. And not yet, uh, not only danced in the Super Bowl, but choreographed that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's big coming from where we come from because, bro, you made it out the Real fucking... Shit. Like, you really... Real you know what I'm saying? Shit. You did this. You, Against you, all odds. You gave us hope yeah. for that one dancer that live in the projects in the hood that feel like she can't do it. You did that for her. Mm-hmm. So, me, I'm more so like, it is what it is. Niggas gonna call me what they gonna call me. They gonna talk about me till I die. Real shit. But what I gotta do is just, I gotta be myself and show the world who I am. And, yeah. and the people that give a fuck, they gonna respect it. And yeah. they gonna understand who I am. Real shit. Nigga, I talk about God. Nigga, if, if some shit choke me up and I cry, nigga, I cry. It is what it is. But mm. I know who I am as a man. I'm not finna let nobody stop me from being me. That's real shit. Live your I truth. Can't. Yeah. Come on, Live so your truth. That, that's what <clears> make <throat> me more special. Real talk. Is the fact that I don't real give talk. a fuck about hiding who I am. Real shit. So... Yeah. So speaking of that, so you transitioned. I mean, you blowing up on IG. So yeah. at what point did you realize that, okay, this shit can be a viable business, nigga. Mm-hmm. I can do this shit and do it at a high level and make a living for myself. Yeah. Um, at, Early, early mm-hmm. as, as a kid, even like, like, you know I said, I was writing scripts and shit, writing mm-hmm. this and that. And I was like, I always had dreams of me being on the stage. Mm-hmm. I could not like, in, in my dreams, I couldn't like point out what it was. It was a blur, but I just seen myself on the stage. I seen lights, and I just hear people. Ever since I was a kid, that's all I heard. So it's like, I knew like, this is gonna be something. Whether mm-hmm. you know I I do music mm-hmm. or I do acting or I direct something, mm-hmm. this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I just knew it early. I just knew it. Was it so, hard getting off the snack game? <laughs> <laughs> No, I kind of was. Was there any, would you have big distributors mad at you? Yeah, hey, you know hey, what I'm saying? Man. They wouldn't let you out. Oh, yeah, no. Motherfucking Savon hit you up? Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was hard in a sense because when, when I became homeless again, I was trapping out the house selling barbecue plates. Damn, so, you were selling plates too? Out the oh, house. Man, he went to the barbecue man. place. And I Dog. had a blower in my apron every day because everybody was coming to my real house. So I'm, I'm in a motherfucker. got the chain. I'm like, hold up, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me move this. It's a 20 underneath this motherfucker. <laughs> hey, I commend yeah. you, bro. I Thank commend you. you on your choices, brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it would have been so easy for you to yeah. go get something yeah. and be out there trapping, you know, yeah. on some other shit. Yeah. You know? But it, it, it wasn't for me. Yeah. It wasn't for me. So- I, I'm sorry, not to go no, ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, I was going to say, so transitioning, so now you blowing up on mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. and you getting this recognition. Mm-hmm. So I know Wild and Out. Yeah. That that was your that was your dream to be yeah. on Wild and Out. Yeah. How did you wind up on Wild and Out, bro? Okay. I love to tell this story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was going through a bad relationship at the time mm-hmm. where like I was like fucked up, mm-hmm. like mentally and emotionally because I was going through so much shit. I prayed to God. I said, God. Show me what to do. I need to figure out what I need to do. And I get on Instagram, I unlock my phone. First video pop up. What's up? It's your boy Nick Cannon. Wanna see who y'all wanna see on Wild and Out? Tag him, boom, 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 boom. It don't get no clearer than that. Yeah. So I said, all right. Um, and I and I, I ain't had no, I barely had money. I had like fifty dollars. Uh I called my big brother. I said, hey bro, niggas finna uh try to get on Wild and Out, bro. I don't know what the fuck we gotta do. But come to the house, nigga, I'm doing skits. Yeah. So um, I took the last money I had. I went to the Slauson Swap meet. Shout out to my a nigga, Abdul. Abdul <laughs> made me a, a fake Wild and Out hoodie. Okay. So um, I took that hoodie, and I went to the uh, Fox Hills Mall, and I did skits. And then I went to the movie theaters, and I did skits. I did skits all around the city, telling people, tag Nick Cannon, let them know I want to be on it. Mm-hmm. So many people hitting me up, like, yeah, I'm going to get you to talk to Nick Cannon. But niggas just wanted to talk to me on the phone, using that, like, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, like I can get you on the cannon, but yeah, so what you gonna do? Look, I got th- I got this show idea I want you to <laughs> Nigga, you supposed yeah. to be me, me. So yeah. um DJ Head. <laughs> Shout DJ. out to DJ Head, yeah. bro. Shout out to the DJ Head. Bro. Real indiv- I ain't gonna call him a nigga. He a real asshole, real individual. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh so DJ Head, he called me, he was like, like, what's up, bro? He was like, Hey, did you ever uh ever get a chance to talk to Nick Cannon? I said, nah, man, a lot of niggas been talking about it, but they ain't put me on the phone. He's like, all right, hold on. The phone hung up. I said, oh, shit, what happened? So he called me back. Nigga, why you hang up? I'm like, bro, I didn't hang up. He was like, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He clicked over. Yo, what's up? I said, nigga, who this? He's like, it's Nick Cannon. I said, like, oh, shit, Nick Cannon. <laughs> so he put me on the phone with Nick. And Nick was like, uh, he was like, um, a lot of people was telling me about you, telling me that you... Um, Trying to get on Wild and Out. He said, I ain't got a chance to watch none of your content. Uh, he was like, and I can't guarantee you're going to make it on my show or I can put you on my show, but I can give you an audition. I said, Nick, care to tell you? I lost my shit, but I told Nick, I said, Nick, don't give me nothing. Just, just give me that audition. I'm going to show you what I can do. I don't want it to be like, just throw me on your show. Give me an audition. I'll show you what the fuck I can do. He was like, all right, I'm going to link you with so-and-so and so-and-so. Them niggas hit me back like a week later, like, um, we need you to send in the audition tape. I said, oh, my own audition tape? I don't know how to fucking do that. It was, I was like, how you do audition tape? Figure it out. I said, okay, cool. Called my barbershop. I said, uh, let me use the barbershop. I, I, I need to do audition tape. Like, all right, man, I, I got some... I got some girls to be wilding out, girls. Mm. I set up the barbershop, <laughs> made it wilding out. Yeah. And I did every fucking joke. I did yeah. every like show segment, whether pick up and kill it, uh, wild style, uh, uh, let me holla, all the ass wilding out. I did all those games in that audition tape and I sent it in. Mm-hmm. They didn't hit me back for a minute. I was like, oh shit, my shit suck. It's ass. They not gonna fuck with it. Yeah. Then um, uh, while I was selling plates at the house on the verge of being homeless, cause we had got a 30 day notice because the landlord wanted to talk to my mom. She said no, so he kicked us out and gave us a 30-day notice. Damn. So, wow. um, yeah. So uh, I was selling plates. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to trap these plates. I don't know what I'm going to do. They called me. It was like, hey, we want to fly you out uh, to Atlanta June 21st. I said, oh, hell yeah. I'm in there. I, 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 I thank God. I was like, thank you, God. And then I mm-hmm. did workshop, and then I was on the show. Yeah. But my talent <clears throat> got me there. And I want to thank Head for being the person to put me on the phone with that nigga. Right, real like shit. Like that, that, that was cool. I didn't ask Head to do it. I, I mm-hmm. ain't never asked Head for nothing. Mm-hmm. And Bro did that because he seen it. He seen my determination. Mm-hmm. Nobody has ever did that. Campaigning did their own skits to get Nick Cannon. Nobody knew me like that. That was close to him. Right. So my fucking like him them saying like oh this nigga serious mm-hmm. that's what made them be like you know what i can make this call and not gonna regret it because right. why i know where you taking it to. yeah you're gonna deliver yeah. yeah so so what was your what was your experience like on wild and out like because um, now you up on stage it's, yeah. it's a little bit different than yeah. being in front of oh, the, you know what i'm saying different. there's no reset yeah <laughs> you no feel reset. Me? so now you're in front of a crowd of people you got yeah. the cameras you know this shit going out to the world mm-hmm. and you amongst greats like dc young fly yeah carlos miller all these guys so Amazing. what was what was that like once you hit the um, stage was it did you still have that same confidence like nigga you know when you in your own world doing your thing i did but i was nervous yeah i was like did but i was nervous um the whole experience was was great because you're there working with so many creative people and mm-hmm. seeing so many legends that you grew up watching or just seen blow. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, obviously, my shit is a little different from because we filmed in Atlanta. Yeah. So mine is my shit is a little different. You know, LA nigga, I'm kind of different. Yeah. yeah. They, the Atlanta <clears throat> knows LA like, hey homie, check this out, Mark Buster. Yeah. That's not Quan. Right. I'm more so than new. What's happening, fool? What's up yeah. with it? Like, yeah. I'm with that. And so I'm like, I'm like, bro, you TD. I'm saying shit like that. I know. And they looking at me on stage like, the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. So another time, I'm like, oh, <laughs> damn, they not going to get me as an L.A. nigga. So yeah. I have to kind of switch my style to kind of give them like the 90s yeah. L.A. mixed with my <laughs> shit. So then they started to get it. So then I started to have fun with that motherfucker because I'm like, all right. I kind of figured out somewhat of a lane yeah. to kind of like yeah. drive in. Um, My first shit, I was nervous. It was... uh. Talking spit with Nick Cannon and Candy Bears from uh uh Escape. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. uh I went up there, I was like, I was like, I, I came out there with Dickie shorts, high socks, Chuck song, flannel, Rolex Straight tag, LA. LA. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come out there like, what's up, Nick? See you in the gym, working out, right? Right, 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 <laughs> right. So you don't eat no fast food? All right, niggas, so I'll offer you this Big Mac. You ain't going to take it. And there's a homie on the show named Big Mac. He lift up his shirt and started dancing on the stage <laughs> and got them niggas laughing. I said, oh, I got these motherfuckers now. Yeah. So that shit was like a moment where I was nervous as fuck, but it followed through. I was like, all right, cool. We yeah. good. So yeah. it was it was amazing being there and to see how they put this shit together. That yeah. shit was fire. Yeah. Have you ever considered doing stand-up? I do stand up. You do it. <laughs> I do stand up. Oh, I didn't yeah. know you did stand up. Yeah, I do stand up. Okay, when did you start doing stand up? Um, I started doing stand up. Uh, when was that? Um, I started doing stand up in um October. Okay. October of um last year. Okay. Okay. I knew it was something yeah. new. Okay. Yeah. So it ain't like you've been doing yeah. it. Okay. No, nah, it, because <clears throat> I, I was more so. Hesitant because mm -hmm. I respect the craft so much mm -hmm. and I wanted to know all I need to know before I do it because right. seeing Bernie Mac, mm -hmm. Richard Pryor, Dick Gregory, all these, Martin Lawrence, like all these greats, mm -hmm. they have something that they give. They have mm -hmm. a story. They have all this shit, but I was scared because I'm like, I don't know this shit, so I don't want to half-ass what they do. Yeah. But the truth is, nigga, you never going to know until you start. Until you start. Yeah. So You just got to show up. Yep. Yeah, so shout out to the homegirl comedian Ronnie Raw. Mm -hmm. She um she got me into doing comedy. She gave me my first show at the J Spot, J Anthony Brown's comedy spot. Yeah, um, in Inglewood. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she gave me that show, and um she helped me write my first set, and I went out there. I had a great time. Really, I killed it. My first show. Okay, so yeah. that's good to hear. Yeah. Have you bombed yet? Oh, oh, um. Yeah, for oh, sure. Okay. What yeah. was that like the when second you second show? <laughs> nigga. When when you you know what I mean? They did me cold, bro. Uh <laughs> some of the comedians didn't show up. Uh -huh. So the host, she was like, she said, Hey, uh, Quan, I know you're gonna do your set. Cause I had a three minute set, so I know uh -huh. you're gonna do your set, but we need you to host and do more because boom boom comedians didn't show up. So she said, You got a fifteen minute set. Oh shit. So you got a hot three, but the twelve you gotta figure out. I said, Wait, what? <laughs> I, 15? Okay. I said, I, okay, I only got jokes for like for three minutes. She said, you figure that shit out. Nigga, I got on that motherfucking stage. I bombed, bro. Like in the beginning <laughs> half because I was so nervous on mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to stretch this content out. Mm -hmm. So I fucked up in the beginning. And then I got to pick it up once I would just say, you know what, forget it. Just just talk to the crowd. Yeah. And I started to make people laugh. And then I started making jokes and started singing songs and shit that was like relatable to everybody mm -hmm. and shit. So I didn't have fun, but 
that motherfucker did not go so well. <laughs> Nobody laughed. Yeah. I was like. But that's a lesson, though. That's the yeah. shit. That's the shit that makes you great, though. Because yeah. I mean, success is really just a culmination of failures. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, how you get oh, to. That's bar, how you get to. to bar, yeah, that's bar. how you get to mastery level. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm sure once you got past that, you mm-hmm. learned a whole hell of a lot in yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah, and I'm know? still, I'm still learning, man. Um, mm-hmm. I got a uh, a homie that I got love for. Uh, Lou do too much. His name Louis Belt. He's mm-hmm. he's from the Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a he he's he's a he's a he's a he's a known um, rising comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't he didn't done big shows and shit. He put me on a show because he had a show called um, the uh, the Young OG show, mm-hmm. and it's with him and another comedian named Teddy Ray. Mm-hmm. And um, he gave me opportunity to to perform. He came watch my set. Mm-hmm. He let me perform, and then. Um, I, I went to the Bay for my first time, and he mm-hmm. made me the headliner at mm-hmm. the Bay. So I, he gave me gave me my own like out of town show, mm-hmm. and then he put me on a show with Ti, and I did stand up with Ti nice. and um, London Brown from uh, Raising Canaan. Mm-hmm. He played uh, the character, this character girl named Jukebox. He played her pops. I forgot his name. Oh yeah, in Jukebox. Show. Yep. So mm-hmm. I did a comedy show with them, and then I was oh nobody know about this yet, but I did a comedy set for Issa Rae, Sweet Life. Shout out to you Issa Rae. Shout out to Issa Rae. Yeah. So, I did that, and I'm still learning so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I got a lot to grow and a lot right. to learn, but it's just amazing to be up there and have that sense of bravery. That because because it ain't easy to get on that stage, especially make people laugh that you don't know. Yeah, like what do you what do you think about Ti as a comic? I think I think Ti is where he's supposed to be, and I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he's being fearless, right, and stepping into something that he is starting to know about just mm-hmm. like me. So I'm no different from TI. Like mm-hmm. we both knew it this shit. And um this what all the greats go through, but now it's looked at a different way because they didn't get a chance to see that. Right. Nobody got to see when Bernie Mac probably exactly. bombed. Nobody got to exactly. see none of these things. Exactly. So now it's more <clears> of a <throat> thing where people ah talking shit, but yeah. everybody has to have a start. You I have didn't, to. I didn't been at it. I didn't seen TI do a stand up set. Had niggas crying the mm-hmm. whole time, not just because it was Ti, yeah. but the shit was funny. I'm in that motherfucker dying. Another time when I did a stand up show with him, he had niggas laughing. That's so. the funny thing about the about social media. Yeah, it's it's such a lynch mob, and it can be a negative yeah. type thing. Cause yeah. think about it, uh-huh. that shit don't go viral. So mm-hmm. you just said that. Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen that. Yeah, nobody ever shared. Damn, <laughs> Ti killed tonight. Yeah. Look, nah, look at these motherfuckers laughing. Yeah, but then he have a bad set. And they talk that's about it. That's what go viral. You know, yeah. that's one thing I hate about social media. Yeah. You know? and, the, and the thing is about the comedy game, it's, I mean, just like all this shit. Mm-hmm. All this shit is cutthroat. But the comedy game is more so cutthroat because comedians, they, a lot of them don't help other comedians. They mm-hmm. all feel like, oh, this nigga going to take my spot. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure. I can't speak on T.I.'s business because mm-hmm. he's, he's a dope person. But what I, what, what I might think is he's learning this comedy shit on his own. Mm-hmm. If you have a mentor or someone to right. like- help you right then you can come up with things mm-hmm. better or smoother or figure out what your For shit sure. is but i give him that bravery because that nigga got his ass out there and said i'm gonna do this shit yeah I'm doing it for me, not for y'all. I'm doing yeah. it for me. And continue to do it. He don't give a fuck. That he nigga T.I. will brush that shit off. T.I. go in front of the world every night. And go the next night and do it all over again. So, yeah, I, I thought so, the same thing. I yeah. commended him on that, yeah. the bravery. Yeah. And, so, and he, he's, a, he's, he's a cool individual. Like, mm-hmm. real solid dude. Yeah. Like, he's funny as a motherfucker. So, transitioning into that, so you're doing stand-up now. Uh-huh. So, now, 
with you having all this success and experience with doing the skits, mm -hmm. now you have transferred all of that to having your own fucking TV show. Yeah, yeah, growing up yeah. in LA. Growing up in LA. <laughs> Ain't that how you start the skits? Growing up, up in, in LA. LA. Oh, the Minister Society. Yeah. Damn, that's me. Bet you probably wondering how I got here. It's funny like that in the hood sometimes. Yeah, Hold on, yeah. can we talk about that though? Was well, yeah. what was Minister Society an influence? Yeah, I hear it in that. And yeah, Watts. And Most it. definitely. Want to know why? Cause where was it filmed at? Right. In Watts. In Watts. Yeah. Inside the movie, where it was came from? Grape Street. Yep. Yep. Being from Watts and seeing that, that shit inspired me. And I was like, I want to represent the 90s I know yeah. and all my content. Yeah. So I was like, this is funny as fuck. So I was watching Miss Society one day and I was with the homie Lincoln. He was like, that's your voice, nigga. <laughs> so, all right. Damn, that's me. <laughs> and so he came up with this shit. So that's what everybody laugh at. And then they laugh at the echo. I'm yeah. like, I wasn't going to leave without my food. Food, food. And it's me in my closet, nigga, with my phone in a in a, in a pile of clothes, like food, food, food. People love that shit. You know what? One of my favorite skits that you did was um the one where uh running from a DP. Oh my god. <laughs> that oh, shit, shit had me dying. Yeah. Man. That shit. Uh, the Slosson swap me once. It's true it? shit. Oh yeah, oh. It's always up at the Slosson. Yeah. Always. Uh, I got. I remember when I first moved out here, bro. I I, I stayed at the Slosson. I, my I lived in Brentwood, my nigga. I oh moved yeah. Oh to you. Brentwood. Oh you. You traveled to the, the yeah. Yeah. I went out of my way to go over to the hood, right? Yeah. And I remember a nigga banging on me at Slosson. I had on an all blue um, Lakers thing, mm -hmm. you know. And I was fresh out out of Kansas City, you know. Yeah. I come from a crip neighborhood, so yeah. I could look affiliated. Yeah. And uh. You know how a nigga be talking loud and talking out so to somebody hear. else? Yeah. So you hear. But I know he talking to me because I looked around. I'm like, yeah. well, ain't nobody over here. <laughs> he he talking loud as hell <laughs> to this nigga he talking to. And he like, yeah, cuz this woo, 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 woo. I'm like, yeah. but I'm like, but me. I got on blue though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, Crips and Crips I, I don't get no, I, yeah, yeah. Right. I promise right. you I got it the worst. <laughs> I got it the worst. You know, H was so, so I'm from, I'm from North Highland, Sacramento, yeah. and I grew up, my, my uh, neighbor was a producer. We mm -hmm. did all the hollow tip, all okay. the Sacramento rappers, Sebo. Yeah. yeah. But we would Sebo. Go to, we would go, we would go to Slauson. We would go to the Slauson to get T's. He would go down to T's. LA, get T's, mm -hmm. come up, press them up. He would have pro clubs, bags. pro clubs of yeah. shockers. Pro he would clubs. have, he had had the garbage bags of tees, mm -hmm. and then we would go back up and he impress him with his shit. But I'll go mm -hmm. with him. Yeah, and man, it's me. You know, <laughs> yeah, what so, white dude. So H would be, he bigger than him. Big black okay, dude, all tatted up. Yeah, you know, he's doing rap albums too. We had compilations. Yeah, we was doing shit with Spice One, Be Legit, oh, and everyone. Man. So Coats. like. Uh, we would go to the Slauson and I would hop out. And every time he'd be like, nah, Ken, why don't you go ahead and stay in the car? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm coming inside too. You know what I mean? Like, they own you. Hey, man. I got that crazy. Hey, let me ask bad. you something. Just, this <laughs> That's is a, Slauson in like 97. This like is a quick, this is a quick, never changed. this is a quick LA question. Uh -huh. Is it safe to say that, because a lot of people outside of LA, I've been out here 20 years, so yeah. I know the difference, but mm -hmm. a lot of people, is it safe to say that Compton, mm -hmm. South Central, and Watts, they all have their own little subculture? Like Watts, yeah. even though it's in LA, oh, yeah. it's still different yeah. than LA. Every it got its own culture. Right. It has its own culture. Like when I started going to Compton, because you know, that that's just a few train stops away exactly. from Watts. So exactly. I go to Compton and it's so different. The way right. they talk, the way yep. they operate, the way yep. they move. It's it's different, but yet the same as in 
relatability. Mm-hmm. Because nigga, like they do some of the same shit, but they do it their own way. So it's it's, it's weird. It's like different, but to say like you can identify yourself yeah. with them. Like I love Compton vibe. Like like I don't know. Like Compton. Like all okay. Compton is the only spot that got full fledged gang members. That nigga got motherfucking horses. Right. Niggas got horses in Compton. Yeah, it's yeah. labels. It's mansions in yeah. Compton that niggas don't know about. Exactly. Like, <laughs> hey, where, hey, where you from? <laughs> Paul, Paul Roof. Yeah. <laughs> I said, nigga, did you not just bang on me and then give me? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? But Compton is one of them. It's so different. I, 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 I just love Compton street scene. Yeah. Whether it's the low riders, whether it's the 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 the, the, the bikes. Like Compton is so player, yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's the the irony is me being from Kansas City. Most mm-hmm. of my ties are to Compton. Yeah, most That's of the niggas like I fuck with shit is Compton. Is Compton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, with your TV show, man, what 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 made you just say fuck it? I'm a kick into a whole production. And mind um, you, you produce, you mm-hmm. you direct, Re- you doing uh, and wrote, and yeah. you doing multiple characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You know, what made you just say, fuck it, I- I'm going to go from the skits to full-fledged, you know, long-form mm-hmm. content? Because I'm looking at my future. Mm-hmm. I was more so like, um, you know, I've been doing this shit for so long, damn near everybody in the city know me, but the thing about L.A., and then Salas can back me up, the thing about L.A. is niggas won't fuck with you until the world or somebody else fuck with you to mm-hmm. say, it's they like that you. in every city. So like, mm-hmm. okay, see, see, I'm only known from you know, yeah. From my book, cause when so, I go to Atlanta, like niggas fuck with niggas in Atlanta. Yeah. And that's how they blow. But mm-hmm. um, everybody <clears throat> from the city know me. No niggas will try to use me for shit, but ne- won't help me. Yeah. Or none of that. And not that I need help, but I'm more so like, if you see where I'm coming from, and you're in a position, you and and, and my shoes won't fit your feet. Mm-hmm. Just steer me in the direction of something. Let mm-hmm. me figure it out. But just steer me in that right path. Mm-hmm. So I got tired of just waiting for someone to give me an opportunity. I said, God, I'm gonna put my best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always want to do a show. So me watching um, Robert Townsend's Partners in Crime show. I don't oh, know if you classic. remember that. Hell yeah, that's classic, you bro. I'm saying that watching, yeah. watching um, motherfucking two two seven Sanford and Sons. Watching, you an old soul, nigga. That's my generation, bro. You an old bro. soul, yeah. So <laughs> watching that shit and then watching, um, watching um, Eddie, Eddie Griffin had a show with. Uh, well, Michael Jamal won. Yeah, in Kansas City, it was called uh, Malcolm and Eddie. Yeah. Watching that, watching yeah. In the House, Parenthood, uh-huh. watching the Jamie Foxx show, the Wayans <clears throat> Brothers, uh, the uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday Entertainer show that he had on WB after he did the Steve Harvey show, uh-huh. uh, watching the Chappelle show, watching all those shows and shit. Um, I was like, I want to do that mm-hmm. because I used to love all these shows. You used to see where they have these characters doing <clears throat> the scene. Mm-hmm. And they say some funny shit, and these niggas break character, and they try not to laugh. Yeah. Sitting there trying to keep the face, <laughs> or you will see a nigga like, doing like this. I like, I want to do that for people. Uh, yeah. So um, I said, you know what? I'm gonna do a variety sketch show. Mm-hmm. That's what we on. So I talked to my son, mom, and um, we put the pieces together. Yeah. And Cause you doing shit, and you getting in makeup and the prosthetic shit or whatever. Yeah. What, what do you call it? The uh, prosthetic makeup. Prosthetic makeup. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of. Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. Richard Pryor, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence, um, 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 Robin Williams, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Myers, yeah, all the uh, Adam Sandler, yeah. That's you know about Rodney Dangerfield. You come, know, come oh, on, that's one bro. of my top. That's one of my top. Fuck ones, him bro. too. 
Yeah. So um, <laughs> that was a cold. That was a cold. Me, right there. me watching, me watching them, mm-hmm. it inspired me to want to do that because they were. They were them, but they was a different person. Like, so if you wouldn't have told me that was them, I wouldn't have known. Right. But like certain things, like I'm like, you so dope to be able to be this one person can have all these fucking voices in your yeah. head and yeah. go crazy. Eddie Murphy did a whole movie by his fucking self. Hell yeah, he did. And yeah. I was like, I want to do that. So yeah. that's why, if you look at the character from Growing Up in L.A., the, mm-hmm. the preacher character, mm-hmm. he got he got the bald head, yeah. he got the hair yeah. facade. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now I'm gonna point this out. I'm gonna show you how I'm inspired. And I had a one gold tooth, yeah. right? Coming to America, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy was the barber. Yep. Bald head, hair on the side, gold yeah. tooth. Yeah. I got my look from Eddie Murphy. Oh, wow. So I did that. Um, the fat character, uh-huh. obviously, Sherman Clump, Sherman just without Clump. the glasses yeah. and without the mustache. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> what, what else <clears throat> I, did? I did? I did the preacher. You ain't fuck with Norbit? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Norbit. <laughs> Give me some red. That was my shit. Like I fuck with Eddie Murphy. Then um, when I did the werewolf yeah. character, um, I based that off of Michael Jackson. Thriller. Yeah, yeah. Inspired I, I, as yeah. a kid, I was scared of that video, but I used to fuck with it. I used to be. I said I want to do that one day. So everything I was inspired by, I tried to throw it in there. Yeah, and it's just I gotta respect the greats. Like me growing up, the '90s and the time before me. It felt so good. Yeah, bro. I wasn't supposed to be watching Def Comedy Jam, but I'm at school telling raunchy Yo, ass shit. jokes because that's what I saw. So <clears throat> all that just shaped that. Man, I was you, like, man, I appreciate that coming from you, bro. Because I'll be honest with you, dog. I mean, a lot of the millennials your age, I mm-hmm. wish they need to look to you and follow your, <laughs> your fucking lead. Because yeah. the thing about it, I was just talking to somebody about this. I can't remember who it was. It was a rapper. But um, we were talking about how in our generation, we appreciated the ones mm-hmm. before us and the legends. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of the younger generation, mm-hmm. they don't. They just yeah. write them off. Say, yeah. oh, they old. It's all this shit started with us. You know what I'm saying? We here. It's yeah. about now. But the fact that you, you know, yeah. which will probably is why you will do great things because you, you study. Yeah. You I study. got to. Yeah. Well, in the craft, the craft that you're going into, too, though, mm-hmm. the thing that's mm-hmm. interesting is like saying Robert Townsend, like mm-hmm. Hollywood Shuffle, he paid for on oh, a credit yeah. card. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's a, that's a culmination of skits <laughs> yeah. that yeah. he put together to a yeah. movie. And that ended up blowing him up, right? Like, so and, and one you thing, have to study the craft. Yeah. Like, and you one can't thing, just turn on these cameras and be like, let's yeah, just do this. Yeah, let's do it now. Nah. Real yeah. shit. And one thing I always respected about Robert Townsend, he used the same act, he used his team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the motherfuckers who yeah. he fucked with mm-hmm. behind and in front of the yeah. camera, you saw, you knew a Robert Townsend production. Yeah. Even if you didn't know, even if he wasn't on camera, because he was going to use, what's her name? Anne Marie Horse, uh, mm. the, the light skinned chick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pops from Friday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, yeah, Robert Townsend don't get enough credit. Yeah, nah, he don't. Uh, Five Heartbeats is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. By Robert Townsend. Real talk. Um, the thing that I love about, like you said, he used the same characters <clears throat> now. Moving, moving with a few other people real quick, and I, I'm gonna let you finish. Um, Robert Townsend did that. Adam Sandler did that. All his movies is the same niggas. Rob Schneider. Mm-hmm. Um, the Quentin other Tarantino f- does it. You know what I'm saying? Yep, so he does it too. So it's like I respected that so much because I'm like, they care about their homies and their friends. They they, mm-hmm. they they know what they know what they can do. Mm-hmm. So they keep utilizing those people and helping them build, not just doing it for themselves, but they're pushing them and helping them and it, it, and it was just their chemistry all together I'm Real like shit. it's amazing dude yeah. so Judd Apatow does it mm-hmm. with all his movies Real so shit. yeah that, that shit is just 
So so now you're doing you transition into doing a full blown production, which yeah. at some point I'm I'm assuming your goal is to get it, you know, onto a platform, a major yes. platform, yes. or on a network television. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So how how much does Issa Rae? You know what I mean? Being she's from, yeah, being she's oh. from L.A. and she's doing right. exactly, and you're doing what mm-hmm. she did. You're mm-hmm. headed in the same trajectory. I yeah. mean, how how instrumental and inspirational is Issa, man? Because um, Issa don't get her credit. Yeah, either. nah, man. Um, a lot, man. Just um, considering the fact that she's a black woman, bro, doing yeah. this shit. Can um, I just say this real quick? Yeah. To me, I think Issa bad, bro. Oh yeah, most definitely. So I don't some she, some Issa people talk about is, Issa. Issa pretty to me. Hey, I'm bro. sorry. Hey, just Issa, sidebar. Issa. <laughs> Issa pretty to me. You're bro. beautiful. She is as fuck. She and is. Molly. Molly yeah. is bad too. Right. I like right. Molly off the show. Yeah, but my bad. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he wants to throw it out there. So Issa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah um, me watching the the misadventures of an awkward black girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying me 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 um. Watching that, I watched that on um, YouTube, like, because there's only a few shows on YouTube that I was watching, mm-hmm. and I was like, this definitely has dope ass potential. Like, it was, it was funny, um, it was kind of weird. It just shows mm-hmm. how socially awkward she was, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this shit is fire. Each season, it progressed, and I started to see the level up, the camera change, mm-hmm. the the, the act, like mm-hmm. all this, all that. So I was like. She's amazing. She got it off herself. Then when I seen um, once Pharrell do it on his platform, I am other, it helped blow it. it mm-hmm. And then she started to get better, get better, get. Better. So I was like, this person is taking her dreams into her own hands and saying, "Fuck mm-hmm. it." Mm-hmm. And I and I fucked with it a lot because <clears throat> I identify with it. I haven't seen nobody do a TV show and shit that's authentic. And she got a, a um. A blood character, man. That's that shit, in the show, man. That shit is hey, on point, bro. What you doing with this box? Yeah, <laughs> changing the scene to the hell beat, yeah. That's some shit that yeah. You, once you from here, you know, because everybody yeah. wanna say, "Bock the bit bookies." Nah, that's 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 over the top. Yeah, but that's how we talk. Hey, blood, what you doing with this box? Yeah, hey, what you doing with this rock pot? <laughs> like, I was like, this shit is yeah. funny. She's in the, the heart of Inglewood, so yeah, that inspired me because I said, "She is me. I am mm-hmm. her." Yep. Meaning like. Nigga, we from the hood and we pushing this envelope and yep. you on HBO? I'm like, Yo, bro, shit. it's time yeah. to show people who I am on a bigger level versus just social media. I don't want to be that social media person that's blown up here and then fizzle out. And then when you see me at the store, mm-hmm. hey, you was funny as a motherfucker, dog. You ain't do nothing <laughs> with it. No, I'm going to take yeah. that momentum and I'm going to make my future. Real shit. And you see the irony of we were talking about another uh, person on mm-hmm. Instagram or yeah. on social media. Yeah. You got to pivot. You got to use that as a springboard. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you got to, you know, get the people something else. You got to yeah. level up. So, yeah. no, nah, that's smart, bro. That's yeah. smart. Let's talk about your other inspiration who, after me doing some research, you know, I didn't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, <laughs> my my team, my big brother. Yeah. Master P. Uh, and, and you coming from L.A. You too. Got a big P bucks, no whammies. <laughs> no whammies. Real shit. <laughs> that's, your, that's your P uh, yeah. uh, impersonation. That, man, I, I'm telling you, I got a song. I'm going to show you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I redid about it, about it. Really? And, and I'm going to do the video dressed like P. I'm Damn. Was it a St. Louis jersey, yo? No, I'm going to have the camo. Yeah. Camo. Yeah. Gold frame glasses, black tint, <laughs> grill, like the whole shit. Yeah. Beanie on. Yeah. I'm body body. Yeah. Like, if you body body. I'm, 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 
I love Master P, man. Yeah, and I love that, bro, because yeah. you younger, you know, yeah. and you from L.A. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. what what about P made you, you know, where you this, got inspired this, by P? This, this, okay, this is the first thing that inspired me. This is stupid, but it's by me. Mr. Ice Cream Man. Yeah. Mr. Ice Cream Man. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching my that mom and my dad. Yeah. They used to record this shit, and I was too young. I wasn't, I wasn't like, born around the time, but it was some shit called The Box. The Box. We had all the videos. <laughs> he, just tried to, he just tried to make us seem like we no. 70 years oh, old and shit. You know, oh, I wasn't born, but it was I wasn't born. called The Box. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the box was yeah, the shit I was though. So, that shit in college. <laughs> <laughs> so, me watching the box, I was like, I think I was like probably like four or five, mm -hmm. and I'm watching Master P videos. I always feel like somebody's yeah. watching me. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, this nigga is dope. And then I saw, well, fucking, um, I seen, um, I got the hookup, and, and then I'm seeing, um, uh, uh, um, Hot Boys and mm -hmm. shit, and I'm like, this person. It's fucking dope. And I'm like, wait, Master P, wait, okay. He rap, he act, <laughs> he got his own fucking shoes. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. so me just seeing how, I, I just took it as a kid. I'm like, oh, this person is determined. Mm -hmm. Like, he's doing everything. Clothing, all that shit. So Basketball. me watching, yeah, so me watching P, I'm like, this shit <clears throat> is amazing. And then later on, um, once I got a chance to like, see shit on YouTube and mm -hmm. other different documentaries that really told his story. Mm -hmm. And P been through a lot of shit in his life yep. and it could have folded him. But the thing that I love about P is that man's faith in God, dude. Yep, real his talk. His faith in God. And I never met mm -hmm. Master P. Mm -hmm. Oh, Master P, he gave back and watched one time and yep. I didn't get a chance to, no, not, I ain't gonna say one time, one time that I remember yeah, yeah. was uh, at the gym. <clears throat> it was at the gym mm -hmm. and watch. He was giving out stuff to people and shit mm -hmm. and I missed it and I wanted to I wanted to meet him but me just learning about who he is and how he got it out the mud yep. he took a chance leaving the N.O. you know what I'm saying going to the town yep. getting this shit up boom 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 this person was determined and he mm -hmm. was like I'm gonna do it myself and he put everybody on mm -hmm. carried all the way on his back even when shit crumbled went bad yep. he took it on the chin and didn't fold as a G just yeah, took real it. shit. Yeah, that's what is. I've been yeah. with P since 1995, bro. That's so, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a 94 baby. Yeah, yeah. 94. <laughs> he so, just doubled down to make you feel old. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, I see. I caught right. it. I caught it. He said, as an adult, I signed a Master P in 95. <laughs> he said, "Oh, crazy! I was born in that." <laughs> you old ass nigga. Like, <laughs> uh, but uh, nah, that you right though. I mean, yeah. P definitely, you know, did his thing, and he yeah. he definitely has, you know, contributed to the culture and yeah. inspired a whole generation. And Hell then yeah. some, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, seen him on uh, Moesha too. Yeah, he was on Moesha. Yeah, when yeah, he was on yeah. the Whoop Dorian ad. Yeah. I said he's the hardest <laughs> nigga ever. Him and Dub C. I was like, yeah, nigga hard. yeah, real shit. So yeah. I mean, you got all this shit going on, man. And I think, like you say, it's man, you really have inspired me, bro. Just show your faith in God and just yeah. your heart and who you are. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna try this, and hopefully we can keep it on, you know. Um, but man, um. You're, you you like this mainly because of the love of your mother and yeah. you stay motivated because mm -hmm. you said you want to you want to be able to get your mom that house yeah right I need to get her that house so who you are today mm -hmm. and everything that you're accomp accomplishing and everything that you're doing is based on that love for your mom yeah yeah that love because um 
I mean, because you a mama's boy. I know one yeah. when I see one. No, I'm a mama's yeah, boy. Yeah, I was too. I'm so me. I know one. <laughs> I know nigga, one when I, I see one. I'm turning up on anybody over my mama. Yeah, I don't yeah. fuck who you is. Real talk. Auntie, whoever. <laughs> nigga, what's up? Nigga, get off Real. my mama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause, Real talk. Because one thing I, that I say all the time, no, I'm sorry not to cut nah, you ahead, off, is ahead, no matter how successful we are, mm-hmm. no matter how grown we get, we mm-hmm. always want to feel like we somebody's baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we do. I, nigga, nigga don't want to admit it, but that's yeah. the truth. You know what I mean? So with that, <clears throat> so you would you say that that's the driving force, your kids and your mother? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and um, my kids, my mother, and my my brothers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got an older brother. My older brother, mm-hmm. watched up, Mickey, and I got a, lo- a, a little brother um, named Quayshawn. And, um, you know, I have to... Steer him in the right direction, cause you know we don't have pops. So, mm-hmm. nigga, I'm I'm gonna yeah, do something to change man. your life and get you out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, and just me, like my whole thing is like really wanting to give back to my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom struggled a lot. My mom, she did so much for us and her family and everybody. And my mama never got that love back from nobody. Like. She did so much, sacrificed so much, did so much, and me just seeing how hard she struggled. My mom didn't really, my mom, she cared about herself, but didn't care about other people more than herself. She put herself mm-hmm. last. Like, I'll, I'll make sure everybody else good. Yeah, selfless. But nobody yeah. really, you good, mom? Yeah. So just seeing my mom and seeing how dope of a person she is, that's where I get my heart from. My mom is my queen, my everything. That's my soul. Mm-hmm. And I know I can't repay her, but I want to make sure you don't got to struggle, mama. I'm gonna mm-hmm. make sure that you got a house that you own. <clears throat> for, I'm gonna do the mortgage. I, I'm gonna whatever I gotta mm-hmm. do to make sure you good. I gotta do it because you did it for us. My mm-hmm. mom, she invested in our careers. That's the best thing about my mom. Mm-hmm. She gave me money to go to the studio to go record music before I did the comedy shit to record music. She paid for me to try to uh, join Tommy D. Clown Academy to dance, uh, even though I, I I didn't, but she did give me the money for it. <laughs> um, Countless other things. Everything I did, my mom influenced me, and she was there 100% of the way to, like, you know, I'm support you. And, you know, I feel like, you know, not like that, but, like, if my mom didn't take care of so many people, didn't she would have the things that she wanted to have. But that was God and her, a person that's selfless. Selfless, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. What's I, your mom's name? Elaine. Elaine, man, yeah. shout out to Elaine. Yeah. You Love you raised mom. a beautiful man, brother. <laughs> Thank you. You man. raised a beautiful man. Yeah. And uh I was fortunate enough to 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 buy my mom a house too before she passed away. So mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's a great fucking feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. to be able to get back to mine. That's what mm-hmm. we do this shit for. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So um <clears throat> so what else you got coming up, bro? You're doing a lot of great fucking things. Um, I know you yeah. got some what what you got coming. Um I'm in a new house party movie that's set to drop in uh, July. Okay, congratulations. Thank yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, I did countless other films. I did a film with Bosco, The Bosco Story. Shout out to Bosco. Shout that's to the Bosco. homie Quante. Uh, yeah. with, with me, uh, mm-hmm. Tory Lanez, DC Young Fly, Vivica A. Fox, uh, mm-hmm. countless other uh, stars in the film. Um, I have three more films after that um, and some more shit I know I'm going to work on soon, but... Um, mm-hmm. Growing up in LA, uh, mm-hmm. season two. Mm-hmm. Um, another show that I'm working on. Um, I got a drink, Exotic Pop. I have my own okay. juice with Exotic Pop. Right. Hey, P, whatever we got to do, rap snacks. <laughs> Fuck with the first comedian, man. Get your boy on some shit. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm working on so much right now. Um, mm-hmm. 
a lot of shit. I'm gonna just wait for y'all to see so y'all can see who I am. I don't want to. I don't okay. like to talk about yeah, myself yeah, like yeah. that. But so yeah. real quick, I want to circle back. We I wanted to mention because you had uh, said something earlier about Nip. Yeah. Yeah. You you knew Nipsey. You had a relationship yeah. with Nip. Yeah. yeah. Um. Off off of off of social media. That's what what driven it. And then when I got to get around him, uh, my family is from Wu from sixties. So it was more love because the family I have from sixties is. His folks, so he mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, that's what's up, bro. Ooh, ooh. So, mm -hmm. me and Nipsey we had a relationship where I used to do his impression mm -hmm. like a lot on Instagram. And you um, do a Nip impression? Yeah, I ain't never seen it. Oh yeah, you gotta go through the yeah. path. I, yeah. I, I, I do a crazy Nip impression. Yeah, it's like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's neighborhood Nip, bro. I'm a legend <laughs> in my section because on sex so black Benz Windows 10, rolling with some soldiers down the militant. I be going hard. Who the fuck are you? Cut, get up on your ass, cut, cut up your loo. I'm a real nigga. Yeah, that's true. Hit him, I'm like Tupac, now who got the juice? Is it G.I.? Is it J. Stone? Sniperhood, pull me up, bro. Sniperhood, all money in, marathon continues. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. So, I used to do it all the time, and I did it, and Lauren London commented, and she tagged that nigga. That nigga said, I'm going to fuck you up, cut on hood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got the pleasure to do an impression in front of him and his homies at 420 when he launched Marathon OG. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did the press in front of him, and it was all love. Like, I remember when I was a security guard at CBS Studios. Mm -hmm. I used to be a security guard at CBS Studios working for the Late Late Show with James uh, Corden and um, Dancing with the Stars. So I, I was a security guard working at the metal detectors and escorting some of the talent back to their set. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time uh, I was on a bus, and I seen Nipsey Hussle at a restaurant. And it was he was with this guy that was a... Uh, the creator of some shit called Slow Bucks or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And he was outside of a restaurant eating. I'm late to work, mind you. Yeah. I'm late. I seen them. I said, nah, fuck that. I'm getting off the bus. I got to talk to them. <laughs> Nigga, I hopped on the bus. I walked four blocks back knowing I'm late to work. And I got my security uniform on. I walk up to <laughs> Nip and like, Nip, like, cause Nip, even though he's good where he at, Nip still a hood nigga. So he talking and shit like, yeah, bro. He looking like, keep like, look, I'm saying, yeah. looking, everything. he seen me. Night bud, what's up, bro? <laughs> like, come over. So I walked over to him. He's like, hey, uh, this is the homie. Watch homie Quan, cuz. Whoa, whoa. He's like, hey, fuck with me. Take my line down. Boom, boom, boom. Come to the studio. <laughs> like, he gave me love like a motherfucker. Yeah. And even though I know it's going to lead to work, I said, I got to stop and say something to Nip. And he showed me love. Another time, a downtown, um, BT, a BT uh, Awards. This was before the Notorious Slap. Mm -hmm. I was um, leaving a, a BT Awards pre-show. And um, I'm talking... I'm talking to my brother and I got the homies right there. Nip walking, Nip, Black Sam, and then a few people of his team. He mobbing, he walking, look, double take, hit the easel, walk back. Neighborhood, bro. <laughs> Walked over there, said, What's up, you good? What's happening? He took everybody in, chopped it up, stopped what he was doing, and came and talked to me yeah. for a second and then dipped off. Yeah. And like he just always showed me the utmost respect and love. Mm -hmm. And you know, like when niggas do what people are impressing, a lot of times they be like, Nigga, you doing too much, cut up, stop mm -hmm. doing all that shit or whatever, whatever. There. In my opinion, I don't think he tripped because he. I guess he respected that. Yeah, real shit. You know what I'm saying? So real shit. Got a, that should I got be a lot flattering. Yeah. That's, that's flattering when somebody does that. Yeah. 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 So he 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 gave me the utmost love and respect, and Lauren too. Yeah, real shit, man. Yeah. Rest in peace to Nip, bro. Rest in peace. Yeah. So, uh, man, listen, I ain't gonna hold you no more, bro. <laughs> you know oh, yeah, what I'm we, saying? We, we could be here another five hours, <laughs> bro. Easily, easily. You know what I'm saying? You good but. As as you sleep. <laughs> 
But um, shout out to my manager, Silas, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the homie. Hey, I met homie. Oh, this is small world, bro. Small <laughs> world. But um, and shout out to DJ Head. Just give him another shout out. You know what I'm saying? Man, fuck Head. Uh, <laughs> just playing, bro. Cause you, you you told my mama she could have did better by me. So just want to say that, nigga. Hey, um, but man, I just really want to give you your flowers, bro. Thank you know what I'm saying? You you man, I, you are an impressive young man, bro, Thank you. Thank and you. and talented, bro. And mm -hmm. I I wish you the most success. Continue forward and listen. I'm here if you need anything, brother. And I ain't even Appreciate no Hollywood that. fake nigga shit no, like I, on some real shit, my nigga. Anything that I could be of service to help you, help your movement or whatever. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? So, I appreciate it. Yeah. It's uh, shit. All I ask for is just prayers, bro. Yeah. Prayers, prayers of just staying focused and dedicated. That's, real shit. That's it. And I promise another nigga come <laughs> on this show and say anything about you, I'm going to smack him right there yeah. in the chair. <laughs> it, ain't gonna be like, it ain't going to be like that last time. <laughs> yeah, nah, I just... And, and, last time and, was I said I was even, a fan. Yeah, I said hey, I was a fan. And yeah, nah, and two things. I'm going to say these two things. Even the situation with uh, Crip Mac, mm -hmm. we didn't really touch, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I just want to say um, I got nothing but love and respect for that young man. Um, mm -hmm. Not sure as to why he really got... Man to say whatever he said, but mm -hmm. my thing was I respected him. We had conversations in private. That's why I felt disrespected. But I still ain't got nothing bad to say about that man. It's just mm -hmm. that um, when people don't know something and they assume, they make an ass out of themselves. For sure. Not knowing my family background, not knowing my history, mm -hmm. none of that. He made a comment, but the thing that was hurting was because, nigga, we talked. Right. I told you I was going to fuck with you. Right. And then you used me as clout yeah but again uh great black man i mm -hmm. hope you figure out whatever his path and his journey is and, and continue to grow and blossom through all the blessings mm -hmm. that god is going to give him mm -hmm. so i have nothing bad to say about that dude i just yeah no i get it time because i get it don't disrespect me I bro feel, yeah. i feel like i understand crip and then when he was on here you know he really coming in and out in and out the system yeah and he really got homies passed yeah. away didn't yeah. doesn't know your story but you know yeah. he, he's got his own perspective yeah. on it yeah but but he shot out my brother it was like well, what's up, Mickey? That's my big brother. Right. Yeah. So how do right. you respect him and not? Yeah, yeah, I get it. So no, I true. totally get it. So, but again, great individual. I totally get it. Yeah. And um, the last yeah. thing I want to oh go oh, ahead. no go ahead no go last ahead, thing bro. I just want to say for any creatives that's watching this anybody that want to do anything I just want to say like um just know that this journey is is hard but it ain't nothing that you can't face um don't worry about how long it takes because what's worth ha what's worth having don't come easy and what's worth staying, it's not easy. So you gotta put in your laps. Each year you in this shit and do this shit, it's lessons and, 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 and things that you need to learn to prepare you for that next step. Real shit. So you can't skip no step. Mm -hmm. You can't get mad at nobody else's success. It's people that have started after me and has surpassed me, mm -hmm. but I can't get mad at that reason why. God is dealing with me. Right. God is working with me. God is teaching me things I need to know. Mm -hmm. So just, don't focus on the time because you know that when it's your moment, it's your moment. And yeah. nobody can take that away from you. Whenever God say it's so, it's so. So it could take you 10 years from now, however many years, mm -hmm. you're going to get there as long as you stay dedicated and figure out what it is that you believe in and gamble on yourself. Real shit. Um, don't worry so much about um, validation from people. Mm-hmm. Because your validation is from God already once he gave you that talent that you didn't ask for, that you was born with. Mm -hmm. Do your shit, work hard, and just 
bet on yourself. Yeah. Now that's real talk. On you. I so. say that all the time, bro, because <clears throat> you really can't trip on, you know, you for one, you have to find your purpose. Once you have yeah. your purpose, you'll do the work. Mm-hmm. Like I tell people, be a purpose chaser, not a paper chaser. You know, people get tied up. Yeah, people get tied up in time. That time is going to pass anyway. Yeah. So you might as well spend it doing what you love. And yeah. like you said, when you talk about validation, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be rooted in who you are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't allow other people to dictate how you feel about you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or your self-value. Because if on. you do it, do it like that, you got to go to the motherfuckers all, all the time for it. Also, you know what I'm saying? With, like we just said, the money comes. Money comes, I'm going to let y'all know. I've been doing this shit since 2000 and, well, social media, like Instagram, like 2000 since 2012. I just started getting paid in 2020. Yep. Yeah. I didn't make no money off it. I'm doing favors for people. I'm doing yep. all this. I'm not making no money. I started making Paying money dues. once I started putting shit on my YouTube. Yeah. So, like I'm saying. Man, you got to pay dues. Motherfuckers got to pay dues. And that's what the younger generation, yeah. they think they buy into the social media shit. They don't yeah. understand. Nigga, this shit work, bro. It's work. It's a consistent grind. It's work. It's I mean, work. you don't want to base everything off of money because relationships last you longer than money can. Real shit. So, Real shit. Do some favors. Hell you know yeah, yeah. Roll and up sleeves. Relationships, nigga. Relationships and good manners will get you indoors. That yeah. fucking money can't get you in. Straight up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> real hey, shit. so I appreciate you coming. Oh, real Thank quick. You. Yeah. You, you in? Because every time I think about you, I think about Xavier. Yeah. Y'all ain't never done nothing together. Uh, no, we never done anything together. <sighs> but uh, behind closed doors, me and Xavier. Um, mm-hmm definitely had a relationship as far as just me you know encouraging mm-hmm. and then you know him, <clears throat> him encouraging me um however whatever happened bet- between there and you know him doing his thing mm-hmm. um I, I i'm guessing just it never mm-hmm. connected oh okay things started going okay. um but i could say he's a talented individual yeah. dope Oh, so y'all know person. each other? Yeah. No. Oh, I didn't know y'all knew each other. No, okay. We know each other. Oh, okay. I other. thought y'all was just and, two and that, niggas and that, and that's in LA so doing for, your thing. As a, as, yeah. a, as a real nigga, that's more so for me and him mm-hmm. to know. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. And whenever it's ready to be shared to the world, then that'd be that. But gotcha. We 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 know each other. Oh, okay. Like, we know each other. Like, oh, okay. For sure. Damn. Like, we know each world. other. So, okay. um, yeah, uh, him, um, Great black creator. Um, I think Xavier is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just pray that everything in his favor goes according to God's will. Right. I, I, I want to see him prosper. I want to see him do his thing. I want to see talk. him elevate. Um, you know, even besides you know our situation that mm-hmm. me and him know about. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to see everybody make it. I want to yeah, see everybody do it because. We do this shit for a specific reason, mm-hmm. whether it's to change our environment or help our family or do something. We doing it for a reason. So mm-hmm. I just want to just give nothing but love and blessings to Xavier, uh, Donnie Diamonds, uh, 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 Big Ja, uh, Minx, everybody that's doing mm-hmm. like the LA content and shit. There, I just want to give love to everybody because we need more of that. Real shit. So that's it. Hey, all good, <laughs> my brother. Thank you for coming. Watch homie Quine, love. my nigga. Love.
If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.